Blog Talk Radio. Celebrating a pleasant good evening to all of you in Radio Land. This is Leon Francis of the Cricket Show, and we are indeed celebrating our 11th year of operation. Come the 10th, we're doing it early as it falls in midweek. But let me just say hello to my buddy and friend Dennis Heat. Good afternoon to you, sir. Good afternoon to you, Leon, and uh, welcome to the show again. Congratulations, and uh, we are about to celebrate 11 years of continuous broadcast. That's an achievement. And of course, we are going to do a lot of focusing this evening on that occasion, how we came and how we came thus far, and what we did during the, the process has been a wonderful day in my neck of the woods, and I'm sure it's wonderful in yours too. Maybe a little hotter than, uh, than what it is in my area. What say you? It's pretty warm. My, my air conditioning been running all morning, and it's only midday, you know, mm-hmm. 3 o'clock my time here, and it's been burning all day. It's been Certainly burning all day. Out here. Well, let's hope that the fans around the world, the folks around the world are uh, celebrating and uh, enjoying the, the weather and it's not as hot as in some parts of the country and of course and one good thing or one bad thing thing is that the, the Olympics are over is it good for you or yes. is it bad? That's bad you know there's one other sad note here Leon Yes. We just heard the news released of the co-founder of Cool and the Gang, who created the song we're playing, Celebration, yes. passed away sometime in the last couple of days. The oh. sad time. And sad time. Mm-hmm. To uh, mm-hmm. Cool and the Gang. 
for the loss of yes. their co-founder. Yes, indeed. So, well, without no further ado, let's give God praise and thanks for his bringing us thus far. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you this moment to just give you praise and thanks for what you've done for us. We pray that you just continue to bless this show, let it go on without any interruptions. Let all the participants be mindful of our celebration and uh, help us along the way. You know, 11 years is a long time in broadcasting and we are grateful to you, Lord, for you are giving us, giving us this opportunity to do just that. We pray especially for our loved ones who have struggled along with us during their illness. And I just want to mention their names, Lord, to you and bring them to the forefront of all who are listening to me. My dear wife, Eunice Francis, Dr. Leroy Lashley, we celebrated him yesterday, and his wife, Connie Whitley, Ellie Matt, who once held a show here with us, Everett Carter, former Leeward Islands, Windward Islands cricketer, he's struggling with ill health. Oliver Solomon also is down and not out, though. Murchis Nisbet should be with us in a short while. El Comido Willett, uh, Wentworth Francis, Dennis Kelman, Isilma Cornelius, Ralston Otto, Joseph Guntrup, um, Willis Daniel and Mona Daniel, Philmore Hallpike, Dr. Roger Brown, Earl Stevens, and all the others who have not expressed their concerns. Lord, we pray for them. Pray for this country, Lord. Pray for the countries that are struggling, pray for the country of St. Vincent. And of course, in Antigua, we hear they had a riot there today as well. So I just pray for all of them. I hope that they may just find some means of settling the disputes. We pray for the country of Afghanistan. We hear that is there are problems there too. And um, we just pray for anywhere there is conflict, Lord. We just pray for them. Thank you, Lord, for... The ones who have provided us the support financially to help us uh, put the bills each and every month. We thank you for everything you do for us. Pray for each member, each member of the board, each member of our panel. And thank you, Lord, for everything. In your precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. So, without any further ado, I think I saw Audley. While I bring Audley in, I'm gonna... good evening to you, Audley. I think you are right. Good evening to you, Mr. Francis, and good evening to all my fellow panelists. Mm-hmm. And for the listeners throughout the world, it's good morning, good afternoon, good evening to you all. And we are very happy to know that the Lord has spared our lives, that we can be here another Sunday evening. And we are here to talk about cricket, lovely cricket. And of course, we are in the midst of celebrating our 11th anniversary as the cricket show. So you'll hear more about that as we go along yeah. today. Back to you, Leah. Yes. Indeed, oh, we Maru, do have... Oh, Maru. Ma- Ma- oh, Maru, yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, see, she, 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 I spoke to her earlier on, and, and she's doing good. Uh, as I've said many times before, there are, there are some relatives of hers that will always stay around, and those are like aches and pains. So, you know, um, away from that, you know, she should, you know, from time to time, her hands hurt or some other part, you know, a foot or her feet, as the case may be, um, but she's just as good. You talk to her, she's all clear and everything, so she's doing good. Let's yes, indeed. Thanks for that update, and of course, we always love my Ruby. 
You always wish her well. You always want you to relate to her, our love and joy for her, and that she will be better as the day go by. We have with us Iva. I don't know if he's in a position to speak, but I hear a noise behind, so I open the line for him so he so he can come on in. And we also have Mertis with us. Yes, sir. Okay. Go ahead, Iva. Uh-huh. Yeah, we have to say good evening. And um, yes, there's some noise, Leon. Coming in from Orlando. So oh, yes, over journey. there. Mm-hmm. Long It'll journey. Just be careful on the road. Keep eh? me company. Mm-hmm. Yes. I just want to say um, happy anniversary all month long. We're going to do that for the cricket show. Yes, indeed. Month of August. Indeed. And, uh, August. I'll be doing, doing listening, Leon, most of the time because you can hear the, the, the distortion coming in there. So yeah, cool. Okay. Um, put your hands up when you're ready because, you know, for me to yes, prevent yes. that noise, okay? If you could. Yes. You want to say good evening to Mertrice. Mertrice is on with us. Good evening, ma'am. How are you? And your mom. Hi, Ming. We are doing okay, thank you. How okay. is everybody? Everybody is chilly. Fine. Chilly. chilly. Yeah, yeah. I need my sweater. Mm-hmm. And it's raining. Raining and chilly. We haven't really had a, a good, solid, hot day, thank God. But I'm not complaining. But it's chilly. The, our our um weather is bipolar right about now. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> <laughs> <But> <laughs> I, I like that description. <laughs> yeah, it really is because one minute is like it it, it wants to hot, but for whatever the clouds come over and said no, nah, not today, and so we have to accept it. So. Now it's wet and it's right. cold. I wouldn't even say cheap. Well, so we have all uh, our early winter clothes. Oh, well, uh, in, 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 in <laughs> so August? Not fall, the fall clothes. Fall clothes. All right. Yeah, what is that that doing? Is How's your day going? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Would you, you guys are all right. Yeah. How are your days going? Oh, my day is going fine. Uh, you know, how about you, Dennis? And how about you, Audley? Yeah. Murchis wants well, to know. Yeah. Welcome, For Murchis. me, personally. Oh, go Hi. ahead. Go ahead, Dennis. Welcome, Murchis. And, of course, I want to say welcome to my fellow panelist, Audley, who's uh, uh, on there. It's going well. Hi. Sometimes I wish I could locate... Uh, Relocate to where Murchis is because we've had this heat wave for all of oh. you know three all months right. and there's no no cloud no sign of breaking and rain oh we what would we not give to have a few drops of that precious stuff so uh-huh. you know I, I envy you do cherish what you've got oh yes I do mm-hmm. but but come on over for a little while you know don't hesitate. <laughs> okay, yes, as as for me, as for me, um, I think if it wasn't for, you know, it's gonna be this anniversary show going on today. I, I am so sleepy. I don't know. I I went to. Mm. I've been watching the Olympics one, and then I got up early in the morning, and um, I got home 
It's like I start to watch some more of the Olympics and I was sleeping. And I just want, I just want mm-hmm. to sleep. But I said, look, I'm going to try and, and keep it up so I will be able to participate in this anniversary program. Otherwise, I'm doing fine. Last week, you know, I was sort of horse out. And uh, it's the sort of weather that Murchis has been describing. Um, I like her description, the, the bipolar weather. That, that's what's <laughs> been happening. It's like you get up one morning and, and, it, uh, and it will be hot up there. When I mean, in July, in August, you get up and you see 50, 53 in the morning. I mean, yeah. it's not like anything like that in, in the New York, um, Connecticut, yeah, the tri-state area. Um, so because of that, the, 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 the weather is like that. But uh, I've recovered um, much better now, and um, uh, okay. I'm hoping to be with you for the duration of the program. Okay, okay. we're going to do a brief. Okay, sorry, go ahead. You you saying something, Marches, about you? No, it's saying yeah, no, we... it's yeah. that's okay. I'm glad he's better. So yeah. gonna do a... Okay, what I was about to say, we will do a brief... Uh, Brief summary of um, the sports this evening because we're going to do a lot of um, emphasis on our celebration. Remember our past, some interviews we had, some jokes we had, some things we had, and everything. But we're going to start off with the Tokyo Olympics because the the, the medal counts are out, and the United States topped the list with 39 gold, 41 Silver and 33 bronze, a total of 113, followed by China with 38 um, bronze, silver, 32 silver, 18 bronze, a total of 88. And we go to Japan in third place, 27 gold, 14 silver, 17 bronze, and 58 total medals. And Great Britain, we go... To Great Britain, they have 22 golds. They have won 22 golds, 21 silver, and 22 bronze, a total of 61. I just move on to our locals. Well, let's go into the actual, go down to where we see Jamaica. We are looking for Jamaica and those countries that are um, dear to our hearts. Well, we, I'll say Cuba. Cuba has gotten some seven goals, uh, three silver, and five bronze, a total of 15. Come down the line, Jamaica, they're ranked 21st with four gold, one silver, and four bronze, a total of nine gold. Go right down to, well, can I call nine all medals, of these? Nine medals, not nine goals. Nine, nine medals, nine, nine, nine goals. I wish you were nine goals. Um, we go down to the Bahamas, and they have came back with a with a bang, two gold and a total of two medals. Down to the bottom, we go down to to South Africa, one gold, two silver, a matter, a total of three medals. Yeah, going further, a little further, we just want to go over to Grenada and is it Grenada? Yes, Bermuda. Bermuda with one goal and a total of one medal. Go down the line, we go to, uh, well, let's see who, Mexico. Mexico, no goal, no silver, four bronze, total of four. And, of course, we go to Grenada. They're ranked 86, 
with one bronze and a total of one one Karani, total one. The I thought there were two. I thought there were two. Karani James. Karani James. Yeah, he got a um, mm-hmm. the bronze. He has been decorated with three, three. Yeah, in the four hundred. But that's about all we have to say about it. It was a good World Cup. We're going to talk a little bit about it and see which, which event was the, the talk of the town, the CPL, and the Senkis Tourist Association Authority. They have been given internship by the CPL for three young men, Rashid Stanley, Jade Johnson, and Simone Mills. So we congratulate those holders. And there were some 56 rising stars as, that were assembled in Antigua. And I just got the scorecard of the first match that was played. And the one side scored some 256 all out. And the other side, uh, let, let's see the name. The Red Dragon won by some 50, 50 runs. So the Red Dragon scored 256 all out. And then the other side, they were dismissed for 200 and 206. And that is a practice game. We have the fixture list for the tour of those who will be going to England. And we will be following that in a future podcast. Uh, Turn your attention to the the squad. Let's give you the squads. Barbados have gotten some Rivaldo. Clark, Hakeem Turban, Tariq Neal, Neil, Joan Lane, and Shakaya Parish, and Inma, I can't pronounce these names. I'm sorry, I'm going to leave those. Guyana have gotten four picks. Um, the Jamaica have gotten one, two, three, four, five, six picks, I think it is, and seven, eight, nine. The Divas got five. One, two, three, four, five. And a later count, we'll give you those. But in short, there were some 56 youngsters that were called up for training in Antigua. And some folks are saying that they don't get enough. Some saying that some countries get and they shouldn't. And they were overlooked. So we just wanted to say, just be thankful for small mercies and just move on. The test match between England and India, as was not expected. I was hoping that India would beat. England today, but the rain came down and spoiled the 50. Scores India. Replying to England 183 and 303, they scored 278 and 52 for one, which meant that the match ended in a team chart. England just, uh, India had a day. If rain did not intervene to score a few runs, and I think they would have gotten it. And Pollard um, hints that Bravo, he will be set to retire from international cricket. That was expected, and we just hope that we can continue to produce players like Bravo and others to replace these folks who have done their part and have moved up in age. Um, I don't hear any mention of Gale, but I'm sure he's looking for one last at the World Cup. So, uh, Audley, your inside edge? 
Um, I, I think Gail is looking for looking for a, a Roger Federer. <laughs> one more, one more major. <laughs> All right. Um, more major. Inside, yeah, inside edge for today. Did you know that the highest score that has been scored at Lords over the years by a visiting team, by a visiting team, is two hundred and fifty nine. And who was it scored by? Graham yes. Smith. Graham oh, South Smith Africa. of South Africa, home captain. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. He did it laws in 2003. 259. Mm-hmm. He did it at laws. 2000, mm-hmm. 259. That's the highest score mm-hmm. ever been made at laws by a non English oh. man or a visiting team. So oh, there we got it. Hashim, I haven't made a triple century oddly. I thought it was Lord, but it was not. It must have been no. Must have been uh, no. somewhere else, of course, because you you are never wrong. Somewhere else. Yes, indeed. So thank you for that. Dennis, anything on okay, your mind you want to, to to mention and to well, discuss before we move on to the? Well, I I just wanted to um, comment on that uh, India England match where. India was really in a very good position because they only needed 157 more runs and they had an entire mm-hmm. day or so to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the rain uh, came in and spoiled India's chances of uh, moving on. I, I also wanted to segue, if it's possible, into a little comment on the minor leagues going on right now. Is, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, is yeah, there yeah, time? Yeah. Yes. As uh, many of us are aware, the minor leagues started last weekend and we've seen some very exciting cricket matches going on and I'm sure this is bound to um, ignite some in much interest in, uh, in, in professional crickets in the United States. But there, there's just one little, dare I say, peeve that I, I, I am about to brought up uh, this early in the system and that is... I've noted in at least two places the AstroTurf uh, is in use as uh, the cricket playing surface. Possibly AstroTurf on top of cut-shaved grass or possibly laid on top of concrete base. Either way, the severe artificial bounce is really not conducive to, uh, in my opinion, semi-professional cricket. It appears to me that a skilled fast bowler could be a danger on these surfaces because that ball really takes off on those uh, on that astro surface. So I'm convinced that for international cricketers to take more, our minor league cricket seriously, the game must be played on natural turf pitches. You know that is my observation at this early stage of the minor league, and that does not take away from a lot of the cricket that's being played on natural turf, but uh, I, I wish that we didn't have to use the astro turf or, or matching for this particular game. Uh, maybe Audley has something to throw in on that one. I'd certainly appreciate your opinion there. Well, um, so, uh, what I would say about what I would say about that one is is um, if if, if there's going to be a sort of round robin tournament where all of the teams that are involved would be playing and, and some time on the AstroTurf because um, mm-hmm. it, it would have been unfair for, you know, for, you know it's, you're going to have one group of players, one group of teams, you know, playing on AstroTurf and then the 
others are just playing on the, the regular turf pitch. So um, I, I know it has to be uh, something that's unavoidable why it's been done like that, of course, because, um, you know, in, in order for the professional cricket or semi-professional cricket to go ahead, um, they, they, I think they had no alternatives but to, to use those pitches. And I, I can understand the concern, too. We'd rather if they didn't have to. But I guess that they, it will be going forward. Uh, they'll be looking uh, forward to remedy things like that. I was watching someone and Mac, uh, and Mac at the Mac, from the Mac um, Stadium, and um, they, they, he has one of the after turf, but it's not being used. They, they're using the, the, the other turf, which, you know. Uh, so maybe maybe it will fix the difference. I can understand the concern. I understand. Yeah, professionals mm-hmm. should be professional. Well, you know, the, the thing about it is we're trying to introduce or invite overseas professional players to become part of the franchise over here. And I yes. don't see many of those professionals from overseas, particularly those used to playing all their cricket on um, regular surface, uh, you know, grass surface wickets, wanting to come here. And in fact, what we would end up with is, is being given some bad PR. And so that's the, the, the rationale and the thinking I have here on why we should perhaps have avoided that and try to play all our matches on you know, on the natural surfaces. But, yeah, uh, you know, perhaps we've attempted to go too big in too short a period of time. You know, maybe Mm -hmm. we should have restricted the number of franchises to those with the uh, surface, because then we would encourage other teams in the outlying areas to work on getting these surfaces up to boot so that Uh, we can consider us... Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the other hand, I think it's the, it's the fastest way that those, that they're gonna get those those, those um, regular turf cricket because um, seeing that it started, it is now serious cricket. Um, I, I'm quite sure that those organisations that run those uh, you know particular grounds are gonna making sure that by next year, God willing, then they'll be having the, the regular turf cricket. Regular turf I think that will put some urgency into it. Mm. I, I had an experience in, in the Bronx playing on the natural grass or turf cricket, as it were. And believe me, they were rocks. Rocks beneath the surface. I tell you, and um, I bowled a ball on one of those, and it just flew, flew off and hit yeah. the bed, fields, and broke it in two. Wow. And another occasion, I was playing in New Jersey. And they were rocks underneath. <laughs> I don't know. They, they seemed not to be able to get them away. And one rose and hit and split my nail, my big, big fingers nail in two. <laughs> split mm. it. I split it. I said, wow. I came what, forward and know? the ball rose of a good length short. Yes, nip my finger. And to the day, I still have that mark. So, wow. I, mean, I, well, I didn't suggest- know that. Mm. I know mm-hmm. they never know that they could have done that to the great Garfield Sobers <laughs> Francis. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't good enough, but I, I love it. So I, I enjoy it. But Ivan has a comment, so why don't we hear what he has to say as the standing on by and some perfects and some. Yes, I'm sure don't say I can get in, Leon. I hope again mm-hmm. not to distort the program. Uh, in as much as I'm agreeing there with Dennis, 
um, for starters, we have to understand that cricket in America, although it started ages ago, it's it's in a revival stage. And if you can at least play some kind of cricket, get players in the park, they're going to have to use some of these Asher turf because the artificial turf, the, the, the natural turf, mm-hmm. is not easy to maintain. So no. it, yeah. It's sports that is, is only in the weekend. And most of these parks are the ones um, the counties or states or whomever, they're the ones who control those. But they'll think back and look back, or they will tell you that we have professional players who are, who are globe trotters would have come here in South Florida to use the same AstroTurf, the Narayan, yeah. the Russell, mm-hmm. because not all of the map tournament is being played inside the stadium, which is being played right. on the, the natural turf. So they go on to the Bayern Piccolo's and the two outfield at the Central Broad Regional Park. And those guys play right there, take off their spikes, put on their, their rubber boots and play and perform, get their money, no complaints. So cricket is cricket. And Audi would have said it, it's going to be equal all around, that everybody will get a chance to play that. But like I say, it's a work in progress, I will hope and think that at some stage, we'll get all tough wickets. But I think it's a long way from being a reality. Trust me on that one. Today, mm-hmm. if I can, Liam, mm-hmm. over the weekend, we had two matches that was aborted. The very first one, they put some matting down in Orlando, and it came up. I don't know if you're going to see that. You're going to see some place maybe on, on the replay. And today, we had some uneven bounce, shooting, going um, over the shoulders, just one over the shoulder. But for some reason, the team that was batting, that <laughs> they flowed the beamers, that Croatia's team, they mm-hmm. finally the game. Did you saw that oddly somewhere along the line, maybe? No, but yeah, when I, I said Florida, the beamers, I know, I know it's Croatia. Okay, Sean is the captain, yeah. Yes, so we'll hope that at least we can eliminate that. But even the tough we get sometimes they complain. Leon, you would have seen matches at the park where sometimes the turf wicket plays so low that batsmen taking their, their, their stance, kneeling down. Yep. We, mm-hmm. we, came, we came from that to a better wicket, right? Let's hope for the best. And well, again, that's all we I'm can do, hope for the best. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, oddly, uh, no, we, 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 we are celebrating, but why don't we just go right into our... Walter Henry birthday and anniversary. Oh, just around six thirty. Okay, when you're ready. Yeah. Okay. Unless Dennis has a word or two to say before we go in, but we're gonna be no, celebrating. No, go ahead. I'll I'll defer to Audley with his uh, birthday. Okay.
Take it away, Audley. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, with the sound of Stevie Wonder in the background, we know it's the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. Yes, it is the time of the evening when you can also call in with your anniversary greetings or your birthday hour. Just give us a call just to say hi. It's 515-605-9850. 515-605-9850. Here, welcome to the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary. We, as we go along, we will give you occasional footnotes as we go along. Individuals. Okay, today let me start off with um, international uh, sportsman, tennis man, Mr. Roger Federer. Roger Federer turns 40 years old today, and he's still going. Roger Federer, 40 years old today. Dustin Hoffman, actor Dustin, Dustin Hoffman, he's 84 years old today. 84, boy, you know, get up that far. Um, my Stepbrother in Jamaica, Raymond Jones, he is celebrating his 58th birthday today. 58, Raymond Jones, there in Jamaica. My cousin, Linville, Linville Sangster, he's up there in New York. He's celebrating his birthday, as well as Cardinal's friend and a friend of, of the show as well, eh? Miss Irma Thompson. Miss Irma is celebrating her birthday today also. And uh, we touched on it from last week. Um, Mr. Renford Doerr and his wife would have been celebrating their anniversary together today. It is still the anniversary. And unfortunately, she, he, she is not here to celebrate with him. But we give a shout to our brother Ren out there, brother Ren, our friend Ren. All right, um, we can come up to that. Um, now, cricket, we have... Chandrika, Randrika, Chandrika, um, from from Guyana. He's 32 years old today. Still young. Um, Leon Leon Johnson also from Guyana. He's 34 years old and uh, a leg spinner out of Jamaica some years ago. Uh, John Gordon. He's 65 years old today. From England, we have Paul Taylor. Bill Harold Harwood, Angus Fraser. Well, um, Taylor, Paul Taylor is 57 years old. Angus Taylor, 56 today. Bill Voice left us a long time ago. Uh, Australia, Jack Ryder. He is the first player to score six consecutive test half centuries. And uh, Phil Carlson. Still Australia, 77 years old today. And Shane Lee, the brother of Brett Lee, he is 48 years old today. Dilip Sardisai from India, 81 years old. Yeah, was a very stubborn batsman. Anakar Rio, also from India, 69. Abikula Villa is 53 years old. From Pakistan, Mohammed Wasim, 48. Mandipa Ali, 24 years old. And the skipper for the New Zealand team, Kane Williamson, he is 31 years old today. Happy birthday to all you guys celebrating today. And for the for the uh, ninth, it's uh, Kenny Norton would have been celebrating. He was born this day back in 19, I mean, this day tomorrow, <laughs> that is 1943, Kenny Norton. And... Uh, Deion, Deion Saunders, baseball and football superstar, 
He will turn 54 tomorrow. And Tyson Gay, sprinter from the United States, will be 39. Cricket Dennis Atkinson, or, well, let's say Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston would have been 58 tomorrow. Mm. Uh, celebrating the birthday with the youth and Rod Laver from Australia of course one of the greatest tennis players that ever lived he will turn 83 years old uh, cricket tennis Atkinson out of Barbados Luther Kelly from St. Kitts Luther Kelly will be 67 years old and we have Shanita Gremon female cricketer out of Guyana with 28 years old Hamdan Matakazda Hamdan Matakazda from Zimbabwe. He'll be 38 years old. Terry Jenner. Um, Diasha Short from Australia, 31 years old. Ted Babcock. That's just a long time ago. William Somerville from New, he's from New Zealand along with William Somerville. He'll be 37 years old. Edward Clark from England. And we have the P.T. Sharma, female cricketer from India. She's 24 years old. And Derek Fisher also, of NBA fame, will be 47 years old tomorrow. We move for the, the 10th. And, of course, that the big one we have, we'll be celebrating all day. The cricket show will turn 11 years old. Yep, the 10th. But along with the cricket show, a little sad news. My, my nephew, my niece, mm-hmm. rather, died um, last September, Kimberly Williams. It would have been her birthday um, on the 10th. But I also share other birthdays on the same day. My aunt in Florida, not in Florida, in Canada, Sis Locke, um, she, she uh, will celebrate her birthday. And my grandniece, Brianna Knight, she will be celebrating her birthday also, and she's here in Connecticut. So happy birthday to you guys. Uh, happy Kim, birthday. Kim can no longer hear us. Kim can no longer hear us. She's gone. Uh, Fred Ridgway, uh, when it comes to cricket, Fred Ridgway, Jack Richards, Alan Ward, and Chris Reed, all from England. Uh, we have Harmony Love, Brenda, Ju- Brandon Julian, and Chris Lim, all from Australia. Safu Rana and Usman Kwadir from Pakistan. We have the Musa Fernando from Sri Lanka, Asar Zazia from Afghanistan. And we have Rhea Walters from Namibia. And uh, we move on to the 11th. Archie Wells from Barbados, West Indies. With Mr. Permal, there's Sammy Permal from Guyana. No. Uh, well, he, he also will be celebrating his birthday. And we have Elsmore Richardson from Jamaica, representing the United States in cricket. From India, we have... This Paul Sharma. Um, from Australia, we have John Hogg and Merlin Jones. Sean Karana from Sri Lanka. Dennis Maloney Zim for um, New Zealand. Diana Big from Pakistan, along with Adam Amin. For the 12th, we have athlete Sharon Simpson from Jamaica. Um, West Indies cricket, we have Maurice Fernandez from Guyana, J.K. Holt Jr. from Jamaica, Pedro Collins, Barbados, Stuart Williams, Nevis. Uh, England, we have Derek Shackleton, Gray Thomas, and Tyrell Mills 
And we have Eddie Barlow from South Africa with an opening bowl and opening batsman. Cedric, uh, we have Cedric with the money from Sri Lanka. We have Mark Priest from New Zealand. From Bermuda, we have Dan Stoll. For the 13th, we have Harry Dean from England, Robin Jackman. We all remember Robin Jackman, the big controversy when he came to the West Indies. Um, Bruce French, uh, all from England. Johnny Miley and Lisa Stalakar uh, from Australia, of course. And Shoaib Akhtar from Pakistan. Finally, on the 14th, we have Mr. Jeffrey Williams, that's my nephew, Jones and Archie's one and only child, Jeffrey Williams, my nephew. He'll be celebrating his birthday this Saturday, along with my mom's, one of my mom's best friends, more like a, 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 a big daughter to her, Miss Mavis Anderson. She also will be celebrating on the 14th. And Mr. Everett Carter. Leon would oh, yes. know that gentleman. Mm-hmm. Mr. Everett Carter, yeah, Caribbean, pro-Caribbean cricket show for years. He yeah. also will be celebrating on that day. Along with O.C. Scott from Jamaica, um, Jack Gregory, Len Darling from Australia, Ramiz Raja from Pakistan, Said Azan, um, Peter Truscott, Truscott from New Zealand, David Ayumba from Kenya, Praveen Amir from India, and we have Alex Davies from Scotland and Ramiz Hendricks, Remza Hendricks from South Africa. And that's what I have for you, Leanne, back to you. Yes, indeed. Uh, we have with us um, Virgil. Virgil, where were you on 11 years ago? At this time, <laughs> right where I'm at right now, in my bed. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> what what a fortunate person you are to be in your bed that early. <laughs> <laughs> we are not going to ask you what then, you're doing in your bed. Back then it was true. Back then it was true. Like in the afternoon. O'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> yep. That's right. That's the trick answer. I think I was yeah. somewhere at a cricket. I believe I was somewhere at a cricket field, man. Yes, yes, yes. You don't do like me now, eat in your bed, right? So, <laughs> go ahead. So, oh. oh. <laughs> yes, do. <laughs> uh, well, it's your time, Virgil, to say happy anniversary to the cricket show in advance and, of course, to tell us about your birthdays and other dates that you want to remember and persons as well. Well, first, I'd like to say a happy, happy 11th anniversary on the cricket show. Um, as you said, I can't tell you where I was 11 years ago, but I believe I was somewhere on a cricket field, somewhere playing cricket here in South Florida. Um, no birthday for me um, today. No different birthday, no different um, anniversary, but just want to wish everybody on the show and all the listeners, I mean, just hope everybody enjoy it and just want to wish all of us um, a happy, happy 11th anniversary. Indeed. Thank you for that. And um, Dennis? Yes. 
Yes, Leon, once again, I'm very delighted to be joining the Cricket Show in the celebration of the 11th anniversary. I must admit, 11 years ago, I'm thinking way back, I must have been on my way traveling between, uh, you know, the 100 miles between home and work because I, at that point I worked 100 miles from home. I did that trip every day, five days a week for uh, about 10 years. So I guess that's what I had been doing during those times. Nonetheless, I was also out umpiring rather than uh, playing cricket, but I was always on the cricket field that weekend. Happy anniversary to the uh, cricket show and to my fellow panelists who've been around there that long. And I personally have no other anniversaries or birthdays coming up in the near future. So it's back to you. Okay. Well, we just want to at the top, yeah, we just wanted to say that we're going to play a clip which is being very popular. It was played by us a lot of times. I don't think Jenny said oh, very much. The number here to call is 347-934-0226. And Shaib Akhtar is gone. Shaib Akhtar ball, first ball from George. And the USA All-Stars losing their second wicket. That's how Shaib Akhtar, the legend from Pakistan, ball, first ball, awesome, out of the ground. Ivor Henry, it is 24. Well, and Eddie, and uh, believe it or not, in the 2020, we are up on a hat-trick here for the young man, um, Bim George. So, George is hoovering over a hat-trick. And like we said, Eddie, money talks. And the car walks, Eddie walks. But we know that money talks. $75,000 grab for the winner here. There is a man for the most wickets. There's a price for the most wickets. There's a price for the most wickets. Let us see. We shall see what we shall see. Eddie, it's Patrick Ball coming up. So Shaib Akhtar coming forward and George beating the defense and uprooting the awesome out of the ground. And certainly that is a bit of a bad news for the USA All-Star team. New batsman out in the middle. The man wearing the number three jersey. This is God from the umpire, umpire Smythe. Oh. Aziz? Down so, Zadie takes his guard from the umpire, settles the was George goes between the umpire and both to Zadie, and there he is, roll! And he gets a hat-trick! Creating hysteria, pandemonium, here at the Central Broad Regional Park. George, first attack of the tournament, and certainly Ivor, this place, is in a uproar, pandemonium, pandemonium, at the over, very good. Trinidad and Tobago, there you go, the defending champions of the U.S. Open 2011. Here they are, fighting for all of the marbles here. What? George, bowling all his balls, putting Trinidad in a winning position early. And I think Leon himself is going to be leaving house in a while, but at least with a hand to see the hat. Leon, I'm going to ask you to say your parting words now that we have a new batsman coming into the wicket. So, Leon, all of the fans out there, 
some not not all for eleven years, some you may you know join us on the sixth year or the fifth year. Whether today is your first day, we just want to say hi to you, and we're happy that you are here with us. Uh, whether you are in Asia, you're in the Caribbean, United States, um, somewhere else in India, or any part any part of the world, we just want to say thank you for listening to us and. Uh, this has been the Walter Henry Birthday and Anniversary Hour. Join us next Sunday, 6.30 in the p.m. Eastern Standard Time when we'll do it all over again in the Walter Henry Birthday and Anniversary Hour. Back to Julia. Hi, Leon. My name is Natalie from Double Platinum Security. I must say great job with the cricket show. Keep up the good work. And a blessed afternoon to you and your crew. Great Sunday. Great Sunday. Thank you, Natalie. And we just want to report that George Parrish has sent greetings to us in out of town, but he said he would um, wish us well and hope that we continue to do a great job. So we just want to acknowledge that. Okay. Yeah, oddly, here is something um, you are. Uh, you said to me uh, one day. Captain Marlon, Dropping Marlon Samuels, I agree with that. Oh, you know, he he should have been dropped before. Uh, they they persisted him for a long time, and um, he's just not the same Marlon Samuels that played cricket two years ago. So there comes a time when you have to say enough is enough. He was given many chances, and um, I agree with the action of Marlon Samuels. Powell, no, I really don't agree with the action of Powell. I know he hasn't been his um, magnificent self, you know, um, with stroke pain and things concerned. But um, he, he has not been the worst either. And and as I've uh, said before, you know, he, they, they put on, you know, his stadium put on over 50 runs with Chris Hill. And this is something that's been lacking with, in West Indies cricket. You know, the, the openers putting on anything substantial. And um, I, I don't agree with them asking Powell. But um, because the fact that we lost the match, um, the Anvil have to come down on somebody. And um, unfortunately, Powell became a, a casualty. But um, I, I know Samuel definitely need to go and, and, and um, look at himself, you know, regroup, go back in the nets and do whatever he needs to do, reestablish himself if he's going to ever consider playing West Indies cricket again. But um, our next inductee, our next inductee, will be Mr. Jitin Patel. Mr. Jitin Patel is no stranger to the sports of cricket, having played since the age of nine in his native India and here in the USA. He is actively involved in coaching and educating others in cricket, both in soccer, baseball, and volleyball. Mr. Patel holds more than 150 sports certificates in varying, various levels of sports, mm. including the Olympics, ICC, college and high school sports level in the USA. But his great passion really is cricket. Mr. Patel was the first person to bring the first international pay-per-view cricket event in the United States. 
He started Cricket Videotaping Exchange Program in the late 80s and is also a contributor to Cricket Info. The ACF Cricket Coaching Certificate and Accreditation Program is the brainchild of Mr. Patel. Mr. Patel is also the founder of USA Center for Excellence in Cricket with a vision to educate Americans about coaching. Believe it or not, Mr. Patel has coached and trained. He trained over 248 level two coaches, 473 level one coaches, 3,000 school PE teachers, and future coaches at eight colleges and universities. Congratulations, Mr. Patel. You are a worthy inductee. And welcome to the Cricket Hall of Fame. There you go, looking. You're looking good, Mr. Patel. Yes, Let's get that. There you go. We love that. How about the troops? How about the troops? The troops. Give her a troops. There you go. There you go. A very warm welcome and a good Thursday evening. This February 12, 2015, at this 8 p.m. hour on the east coast of the United States. To all of our listeners joining us over the airwaves, including the Internet, we want to thank you for joining us. I'm your host, Connie Whitley, and I'm inviting you to take this journey with me for one hour of our new show, Beyond the Boundary. Beyond the Boundary is a natural spinoff of the Cricket Show, hosted by the truly hardest working man that I know, the famous Mr. Leon Francis. Leon Francis is soul power. Although Beyond the Boundary is a natural outgrowth of the cricket show, it is not a show about cricket. Instead, Beyond the Boundary is about everyday issues that affects the lives of everyone. This means we will be covering everything from relationships, do's and don'ts, how to get the most out of public education for your child or children, how I did it as a single mother, and we expect to cover health and wellness issues, including how the role of having fun impacts our health and well-being. And speaking of fun, we want to launch our new show, beginning with a show enough blast from the past, 70s style. So I intend to make this hour one really, really sweet ride. Sit back, relax, and let me take you on a fantastic ride for the next hour. Or even better, put on your dancing shoes and get ready to get down, get funky, get loose, as we launch a 70s-style funky, funky party to get our awesome listeners all warmed up. You have it. Uh, gentlemen, just intermersed with some of those uh, things that we have done over the past past uh, 11 years. So we're just going to remind you and just to bring them to those who have not, bring them to their attention to those who have not heard it before. Any comments whatsoever? Anybody want to comment on anything? Virgil? No. How about you, Dennis? Dennis, anything that struck you? Well, yes. Well, for me, it's kind of uh, enlightening and educational because I'm a newcomer to the show, and it's nice to know that I can uh, sit back here today and relive some of those long past memories of my fellow panelists doing what comes naturally and, of course, giving us of their best 
And uh, that's that's me. Back to you, Leo. Okay. Anyone else? Yeah, for me, for me, I'll just say that's nostalgic, you know, nostalgic. Mm -hmm. All right. Listen to something that I wrote, and I hope I like it. So I hope you like it too. My two favorite cricket commentators and the cricket writers were Leonard Tim Hector and Winston Tony Cozier. Both are deceased. Hector left, left us in 2002. Tony succumbed on Wednesday last. I grew up with Tim in Antigua. I met Tony in Barbados in 1973-74. We were both members of the Cableland Wireless Youth Football Tournament Organizing Committee. I represented Antigua and Barbuda. I commended Montserrat for successfully getting the act together in order to host their portion of the tournament. Tony retorted by praising Antigua and Barbuda for the professional manner in which we organized and ran our leg of the tournament. I was impressed. I did not realize he noticed. I became his fan and has been so ever since. Tony was one of a kind. He had a way with words, a consummate professional at his craft. I cannot foresee in the near future one who could readily replace him. Tim has left the vacuum. Tony won't be replaced. I had the pleasure of interviewing him a few years ago. It was a joy sitting and listening to the responses to the array of questions thrown at him. He left no stones unturned. He wrote how he saw it, not caring who disagreed. When Barbados, who had some eight players on the West Indies side and wanted to go alone, Tony wrote in bold headlines, nonsense. He was critical of Brian Lara's captaincy despite Brian amassing some personal records. Many of Brian's fans didn't take it too kindly. Also, he campaigned to have his fellow Barbadian, Gordon Greenwich, dropped when Gordon reeled off a string of low scores. Again, he got a tongue lashing from his fellow countrymen. Greenwich responded by scoring a century the match afterwards. He was obviously hurt, more so than ever, when he was not asked to provide commentary on West Indies cricket matches in recent times. Such were the consequences one would suffer for offering diverse views. He, however, never declined to defend and support West Indies cricket. He criticized constructively. Some felt otherwise. He was up there with the best in the business. The John Arles, the Roy Lawrence, Alan McGilvery, E.W. Swanston, Jonathan Agnew, Henry Blofeld, Johnny Moyce, and my other favorite, Rafi Knowles. Even when West Indies had a bad day in the field, if Tony were at the control, many diehard fans would tend to listen on just to hear his play-by-play analysis. Yes, on Sunday when his weekly column did not appear, I felt it was unusual. 
not knowing that he was gravely ill. I will miss his columns, and I wonder who will fill the vacuum left by this great Caribbean man. To his wife, his daughter, his son, and his numerous friends around the globe, I offer my sincere sympathies, and I pray that his soul will rest in eternal peace. There we have it, folks. Any any comments? Any anything they want to share with us? That's 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 wonderful uh, reminder there, Leon, of mm-hmm. some of the great commentators. But mm-hmm. I have a small request: if you can find mm-hmm. back in the archives Tony Cozier at work, that would put my memories to uh, the top of the pile. It would seal it because Tony Cozier was absolutely one of the best, a first-class commentator and a voice that will never be forgotten. But my request, if you can find it, just give me two minutes of Tony Cozier at work. Tony Cozier at work? In the archives? I didn't tell him If you that. have it. No, I don't. Mm-hmm. You know, Tony. That's a shame. <laughs> Folks. Um, what what we actually well, do, you know, is just replaying what's happening on our program. What, what we have. So there are certain things you, certain I, thing you I, can't I, do, I, you know. I, I understand. I just thought maybe mm-hmm. just some possibility mm-hmm. we might have had that. But uh, nonetheless. Okay. I'm, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, one here. thing I can say, he, he was also, he was mentioning the top 20 commentators of all time. Um, he, along with... Um, Michael Holding and um, uh, surprisingly, Royal Lawrence is not in, in that in the top twenty. Well, that was a person. Uh, somebody sent out a list that he the top twenty, and um, uh, John Arlott was not in his in his top twenty. Really? Or or really? Um, or Henry Bluefield or Henry Bluefield. So um, you can understand. <laughs> it's a very subjective list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here is another. This is the segment here, the back drive, because of, of certain thoughts that came to mind, which I'll, I'll, I'll relay later as I, as I prepared the, the, the summary. Okay. Now, somewhere, somewhere in, a, in, in a little field in Little Antigua around the early 1960s, a group of young adolescent boys gathered to daily to play cricket. But there was something hauntingly disturbing about this little cricket field. And the outside of the cricket field, that was of the wicket that was most frequently used by these youngsters, was the home and garden of an older man who took offense to the ball being hit into his yard. And he would confiscate the ball rather than returning it to the youngsters. Mm-hmm. This would mean the loss of the ball and sometimes being a premature end to the, to the day's play. One creative youngster among them developed a strategy to save the ball and maybe save the game for the day. When batting at the troublesome end, he would learn to hit the ball into the onside, even though the appropriate stroke would be to hit the ball into the offside. He perfected this type of stroke play and took it with him into the international cricket arena, where he became known to be the most devastating batsman of all time. Someone can argue with that. That youngster was 
Isaac Vivian Alexander Richardson. When the English commentators saw him at first, they criticized him savagely about not knowing how to play cricket proper because he was hitting across the line. But he didn't flinch. In much the style and confidence of a true champion such as Muhammad Ali, the substance of his response was something to the effect that my objective when I get to the wicket is to get around this. Your objective is to get me out. Mm -hmm. English captains, and I think Greg, Tony Greg was one of them, thought that did not realize the skill that came to, to, to playing this way. And he did not realize that the skill was carefully crafted to secure runs in the open spaces on the field. So on one occasion, he decided to pack up the onside field, which had responded and took, the, took his run in the open spaces on the outside of the wicket, even hitting the off spinner from the top of the off stump to create that breathless late cut that his fellow Antiguan King Church had memorialized in a police show. Mm -hmm. For his content for getting runs with the most brutal assault on all bowlers, he became known as the master blaster. Bowlers feared him. Captains did not know how to set a field to stop his onslaught. Teams did not know whether it is better to toil with the batman at the wicket or to try to get one out that would bring him, in, bring him to the crease. One commentator writes, you knew he was coming. The outgoing batsman would have already disappeared into the pavilion and the expectation of what was to follow filled the air. Viv kept you waiting. Time to ponder. Then he appeared, sauntering, swaggering, arms windmilling slowly. He would take that and then head tilted back slightly and cutting his gum, he would walk a few paces down the pitch to tap a pitch while looking the bowler straight in the eye. It was calculated menace and magnificent theater from arguably the most devastating batsman of all time. Vivian Richard developed shots or created shots that gave him run. He can take the ball from anywhere on the wicket and put it in any part of the field that he pleased. Huh? Hitting across the line, as the Englishman called it, was his way of dominating, putting his stamp of creativity on the game of cricket. And he learned that on a little field in Little Antigua. Mm -hmm. the, there are many exploits that Richard brought to the theater that earned him all of his impressive accolades and titles. There's a, a hundred that he made in Antigua 56 balls. That still remains the record. There is 189 that he made in, in, uh, in a one-day match in England before Tendulkar came along. But one of the exploits that I particularly remember was the first test, India versus West Indies in Jamaica in February of 1983. 
They were relatively low scored in the first inning. India, India scored 251, West Indies scored 254. So they had a three-run three lead. Rain washed out the fourth day. At three on the fifth day, India was batting at 168 for six, and everyone thought that this was certainly heading for a draw. But the tide began to start to change after that. Andy Roberts demolished the Indians for 174, getting 5 for 39. The Indies needed 172 runs from 26 overs to win the match. This is not the days of 2020 cricket, or even flourishing one-day cricket. This was a whopping 6.6 runs per over, unknown in test cricket anywhere. Mm -hmm. Everyone thought that this was going to be a draw anyway. Even after an enterprising knock by Desmond Haynes, taking 34 off 21 bars, Richards came to the wicket at number four instead of his usual place at number three because he was nursing a sore shoulder. With batting that could only be called exceptionally brilliant, he brought West Indies within winning distance by creaming 61 off 35 bars. Master blaster. Indeed. He earned it. On his way to Bolsberg, big left-handed West Indian captain Wake tapping away at the crease. Walker is on the way and Lloyd off the back foot. Let's welcome Jaitin. Jaitin, good evening to you, sir. We were just bringing some, some clips from the past. Yes, good evening, everybody. Good evening to you, sir. And along the way, we played some songs. We played some songs, some you like, some you, you, you reject. But this is one that... Kerry Packer, he said he heard so much about cricket, but he wants someone to explain it. Death match between Australia and we, so we start listening to the commentary. He had the ball swinging, he started asking about Adam. He want to apply for the job as the night watchman. Just then he hear singles. He said like married people can yeah, play this game. When he hear the bowler have a third man, he say them homos then have no shame.
doing the things to make it possible to have a show each and every Sunday. So anyone wants to open their thoughts and tell us about the experience over the years? Yes, how about of you course, man. I'll, I'll yes, take it go ahead. from the top. Mm-hmm. I'll take it from the top. Um, let me go ahead and give kudos to the cricket show on a Sunday. And I'll DSA and challenge anyone to tell me who in all of North America would bring exclusive cricket on a Sunday, Sunday being the first day of the week. It simply means that anybody bring any cricket after Sunday, they would simply try to follow. It's been done over the years, over 11 years, non-stop. Um, apart from that, we would have brought the Nevis Association of South Florida, the annual picnic, 4th of July picnic, live and in living color. Um, you would have heard cricket commentary um, earlier on, and that's still an ongoing thing. But um, with the event of television, you know, we probably sit back on the back burner here and hardly doing double duty. Sometimes up north, more than not, sometimes manpower. We don't have it where we can have the radio commentary, especially that guy, Ivor Henry, is doing some umpiring here, sometimes someone to do commentary over there. But nonetheless, this show has been ongoing and serving the public in terms of sport. I said mainly cricket, but that's um, tennis, um, uh, championship boxing, Olympics, like you would have just had here, and soccer, all the sports. Of course, those two will be brought to the forefront. Saturday morning entertainment show, it's purely for entertainment, but still a part of the, the this the cricket show where we try to simmer down and get you geared up for um, Sunday. And uh, I can say some of the things that I enjoyed most. I always look for all these um, inside edge. You always come with something. I hope that that would be continuing. Um, well, we, we do miss the back drive. I would have heard the back drive again with Viv Richards, and that used to be a fresh a breath of fresh air where, you know, we just take it take it away a little bit from the actual cricket and get something. Then we had the um, the coach's corner here where the coach would come on in and fill us in with things. That's Jason Patel. Well, that seems to have moved and gone to the 6.30. But the hour, all in all, I'm going to give kudos, thumbs up. Lane, you would have said it. It's, it's manpower where we are volunteering our time, services, and even personal um Money to get things going at times. But, of course, then you would cover it up and said, well, um, we need some moiety in the kitty, and I'm sure you're going to recognize some of the folks who would have um, kept us going over the years. I think that should be quite in order. Yes. So, all in all, I'm saying, I think we still have more to go. And yes, well, let, me leave to go. Simon. Simon, let me just leave out Simon, because I oh, always... Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm gonna so, I'm I'm gonna dedicate a whole portion of my report on Simon. So go ahead. And by the way, next and by the way, next Sunday Miss Irma will be celebrating her birthday. Yeah, next birthday. Sunday. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna wrap up now anyway. But like I said, for those wives and you know significant others who would put up with these gentlemen on a Sunday, I want to give a special bow to them because sometimes it's not easy getting away from your maybe Sunday evening dinner to really be on the show. So for the wives, uh, for the folks who would have made way, I want to just take a bow to those ladies. And um, Leanne, I know that um, your wife is not 
100%, but she's been there through thick and thin and had to put up with us, especially in the beginning. So mm-hmm. I want to send a special kudos to her, knowing that's what she's been through from in the very beginning, the ups and downs and tumbles and probably having to rub your shoulder and your temple in the very beginning to keep you calm. So to her especially, and that's where it all began. Thank you so much for that. Thank you so much. Over the years, too, we have had some guests, and some of them have brought their books with them. I have, we have Color Blind by, by Alvin Kalichur and a book that we have um, endorsed. And, of course, we just hope that if anyone is listening, that they can buy a copy, Alvin Kalichur and Color Blind. Can't forget one by Mr. Michael Chambers. Mr. Michael Chambers was one of our our guests, and he just sent us a half a dozen books, and we were able to raffle them out and send them out to our brothers um, who won them. Um, who, who, who is Michael Chambers, just in case? Michael Chambers. Michael Chambers now is great Jamaican. He is the founder of of the Cricket Hall of Fame. And he also is Michael Chambers. He serves as president of the an advisory board at Cricket Council USA. And at present, okay. he's serving as the honorary president. I can and add something also, here. Yes, yeah, and I can add something on Mr. Chambers. Mr. Chambers moved way back in early 60s from Jamaica to uh, Connecticut. And then the, before the USACA was accepted as ICC member, there was a club was formed. It's called a Sportsman Club from Connecticut to launch the cricket initiative. And that Sportsman Club was also part of Mr. Chambers, one of the initiatives. And later in 1981, they formed the, one of the oldest and the first cricket hall of fame in a cricket world. And it's still running. Now they are in the 41st year. He's one of the founding uh, members, and even he is overseeing that project. No doubt, ICC launched that uh, Cricket Hall of Fame way back in, I believe, 2007 or 8, something like that. And then, Mm -hmm. followed by Cricket Australia, they also have their own Cricket Hall of Fame. And then now, I believe, three more countries, including India, are launching their own Cricket Hall of Fame. So that's a kind of uh, is a contribution to appreciate not just legends. Uh, the Cricket Hall of Fame USA is also recognized many people who are involved beyond just playing. They're contributors to make this game happen, and that is the reason it uh, was really high value. We had opportunity to talk to him on our one of the shows. Yes, September is still active, and he is also active with this uh, Cricket Council USA. And now they are uh, joined together to launch a first Legend World Cup in South Florida, mm-hmm. in I believe on last week of September. And that initiative is uh, just uh, to promote the game here in this country and bring the retired legends. Uh, to make sure that we have the fan base developed through the game. But I, I was specifically, you know, mentioning his book. His book, Winning Stroke, or Winning Strokes, is a masterpiece. 
I read it twice, and I'm going to go over it for the third time because it's a wonderful piece of, of, of book you can walk with and just read in your pastime. It talks about um, mindful training, emotional intelligence, visualization, control of post-traumatic stress disorder. And it's uh, not a very large book, um, something that you can read over and over and then digest it, but it's just what we in the West Indies, some of our players need to be mindful of a situation and being able to, under stress, to handle those situations and still perform at your peak. So I recommend and the winning yeah, on the book, I will say I can add to the all current West Indies problems in cricket can be fixed through that book if you look at it. Mindfulness, mind, yes. mental strength are the key part of any sport. We call yes. it in cricket, 80% is the mind game and 20% is the skill and technical part. And this book has covered almost all potential issues from the body standpoint, the character standpoint. And that is what we are not seeing in next generation. It was done by the 70s and 80s cricket teams, but now it's getting weaker and weaker, and so does our performance. But this book is a must, I will say. I've been through his. I'm one of the instructors and work with Michael Chambers on many webinars lately. And this book is, uh, I will say, essential if somebody wants to become a good cricketer or any good sportsman. It's a targeted for cricket, but it covers Mm -hmm. all concepts, the basic, the core thing you need, how to fix your mindset. That is the key for any sport. Yes. He calls it, again, Winning Strokes by Michael Chambers. Highly recommended by myself, and you heard Jatin. He says, to Brother Leon Francis from Michael Chambers, enjoy the journey. And certainly, I have enjoyed the journey. God bless you, Michael. Another book I want to bring to your attention, folks, is one that was recommended to us. It is the book by um, Ashley Gray. The Unforgiven, he talks about what happened to the rebels that, that went, to, went to South Africa. South Africa. Yes, indeed. And it's, you know, it tells you, it tells a story, man. It says, I'd love to know we, we have not forgiven those guys. It's about time. It's about time. We should be hearing this evening from Lawrence Rowe as well. So just want to recommend The Unforgiven. The Unforgiven by Ashley Gray. Another book I want yeah, to... Was... Go ahead. Talk to me. Yeah, you look like you're, you're, going, you're going in that direction. You're, you're already going Go in that direction. No. no, I was going to... No, you're book. already going in that direction. I was just somebody mentioned about <laughs> you're, you're going in the yes. same direction. <laughs> well, we, 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 we had a, a friend of ours. He lives in, in South, North Florida. He, he's Sam Budat. I don't know if you many of you have gotten his... Um, Books. He, he, he writes two, two books um, as a matter of two fact. books, two. one yeah. and test oh, test cricket records from March 1877, and now the latest one is to 2013, 
That's the latest. 2019. 2019. 2019. Right. 2019. 2019. The first one went to 2013, and it goes to 2019. Yeah, very good record for you to look back on. Simon, Simon, some of the records, uh, you, you should really bring up the date because, you know, it, it only takes you back to 2019. So, but this is another piece of um, book that you can keep, so you can refer to. Just refer, and then you can ask us a question. I know Virgil will take care of that. I, I bought, I bought a few. I bought a few, and I, I sent one to a friend of mine in Canada. You're so appreciative because I, you know, I, we're, we're, we're um, um. It was my landlord's brother mm-hmm. in Connecticut, and um, so we were we were talking. And he's a Jamaican, you know. He came over and we were all talking. I didn't realize that the man was was a lover of cricket, and then he started, mm-hmm. um, you know, he, he told me that um, the way he's watching it is by YouTube, and then I, 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 I recommend I gave him our website where he could listen to our program and and stuff and thing like that. So um, we 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 just gone and you know. So we exchange numbers and things. We call and talk sometimes. And when the book came out, I said, look, man, I have a book here, and I, I know it will be good for you. And, um, yeah, I, I, bought, I bought a couple, and I sent one for him. Really yes. appreciate it. Yeah. Now, the book is written by Simon, well, co-authored by Simon's son, and he talks about selling, 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 selling. Charles Fellingham and Andre O'Brien. This book is about selling. I tell you, in life you have to sell everything. You sell what you're talking about, sell insurance, sell pots, sell pans, sell anything. So how to sell? Well, you, you, you have to start <laughs> to by sell selling yourself, your appearance an, and everything. You start with yourself. Yes, you start with yourself. You have to sell yourself, of course. Like Virgin will sell his company, he comes down and says, yes. So this guy writes a book. How to sell, succeeding in a double in a noble profession, co-authored by Andre O'Brien. And who is Andre O'Brien? He's the son of Simon O'Brien. So we did that. And another book, Fire in Babylon by Simon mm-hmm. Lister. Simon Lister. So good read about West Indies in the heyday. <laughs> and the spirit of dominance by whom? Dr. Hillary, or Sir Hillary M.D. Beckel. Yes, indeed. And, of course, uh, two others that I bought. I have, I have a cricket dictionary. Sometimes I go back to this dictionary, ask Simon a question from the dictionary, and I tell you, it was bought, was given to me as a present, the, the Dictionary of Cricket by Ronsdell. Ronsdell, what's his first name? Ronsdale. So we, we just got these books to make sure that we have information. Michael Rondell writes the Cricket Dictionary. And finally, a coaching manual by Monica Orara. Oahu, he must be an Australian, but he tells you all about coaching. But some of his techniques are, are gone, but at least you can have an idea about it. But we just want to just bring that to your attention. And some of the the memories we share, of course, is the wonderful people we have met over the years. And at 8 o'clock, we're going to give you a summary of what I thought about the show, how it began, and the works. So anyone else want to say anything before we move on to another song? 
Okay, and uh, I, I, I know that I know a lot of things will come up in the Lawrence Yagaro hour, but um, yeah. um, just to to um, share some of my memories with with what um, well how it all got started is um, as we know, Leon was a big part of the um, the Caribbean Sports Program. What's the name of what's the full program? Caribbean Sports Line. Caribbean Sports Line. Caribbean Sports Line. Right. So. Um, me being a cricket fan, um, start, I called in occasionally. I would call in and to that program, and um, in South Florida, of course, and um, they ha- they had even some competitions going, and and I, I won a, I won a couple of times. But then you getting the right answer is one, but then all the names are put into you know where we're putting it. Let's say in a hat. And then we have we have a final winner, and the, the big prize was a trip for two to Jamaica, and um, I forgot the name of the, the person who won it. But um, from time to time, I would call in, you know, because just it, it it wasn't just it was primarily cricket, but it was not only cricket. So you have to talk about other stuff, and and there it goes. So um, one one day um, somehow uh, we, we we got connected with Leon. Right after and he, after he started, I was listening one evening, and he said, and he was talking about a program, and I said, you know, it's like I, I, I don't know what program he's talking about, and somehow we got connected, and then we we, we talked, and he told me, you know, oh, it's not it's it's a program that starts on Sunday, the internet bound, and it's three o'clock and X Y Z, and and then um, I started to listen, you know, be a contributor on the program. And um, Mother B was real instrumental in uh, in me. Decided to be a part of it because Leon said, "Hey, let um, Ivan myself. You want to join join up and let Trevor um, get the program registered, do everything, and then we go forward." And say, and Mother B sort of confirm it one evening. Mother B, when he, she always gave us encouragement, a lot of encouragement. I said she would pray live. And um, then to say, you guys are sounding very good. You're doing a good thing together and X, Y, Z. And and, and then when Leon, Leon said to me, you heard that oddly? Because <laughs> so apparently he, he spoke to me before that and then Mother B came and said that. So it's like, uh, you, you understand what he's saying? And uh, I said, okay, let, let me talk to Harriet. You know, I was in, in Georgia at the time. They let me talk to Harriet, and uh, we had a conversation. They, of course, cricket is, is what you love, so I have no problem with that, you know, because in those days it was like three to, to six, three to five, before we extended three to six. And um, that is how it started. And uh, years later, um, you know, because as Leon mentioned before, uh, many times we, we, don't, we don't get pay here. We, we we are all doing this for the love of the game, and um, but it has opened doors for me because um, prior to 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 this program, this pro this program that we're having here Sundays after Sundays, um, it, it 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 was it it was just um, we would have some conversation with maybe with friends and so as a matter of fact, I had been missing from cricket for a while after i left jamaica jamaica um, permanently i used to go back and forth in the 90s um, early 90s but then we, we came permanently in 1998 I, I i was sort of out because many of the names that i heard 
I don't know nothing about them because I was not into the internet business, although the, the, the internet was right there at home. I was not into it and, and stuff like that. So I would only, my thing was BBC, listen to BBC radio, because I had, I had a short wave radio, so I would listen to BBC and live all the cricket, BBC sports and stuff like that. But then when um, Harriet say, look, um, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get the iPhone for you, because my phone was a razor, and that was top of the top at the time. And this iPhone came in, and I said, no, I'm, I, I want to keep my razor. And and she she said, but with this phone you you can you can um, you can you can download and watch and and follow the score. She said, I said you can actually follow the score and send the phone. And she said yes. I said all right, I'm sold. And then of course, and here we go, here we go. Um, but the, the whole thing opened up, you know, my mind. And uh, I have to say thanks to her because uh, she. She got me into the internet thing because, uh, as I said before, it was at home and I, I just just wasn't a part of it. And um, it, it helps as we go along. And with the cricket show, um, there comes Max Koreshi. Iva started the whole thing with the U.S. Open many years ago. And um, then being a part of the team with Iva and Lee, and then that's where I was incorporated into the cricket cricket commentary and radio first and then television and things. So while while we are we are giving of ourselves here without um getting paid, it has open way for 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 us to work and get paid otherwise you're doing 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 other stuff. So um it, it, it's a it's a blessing I would say. And uh, we have formed um quite a bit of good friendship, good union along the way with with um your yeah, of course Virgil, Mertrice and Connie and just name a lot yeah, along with our group that we have here. So, you know, it can start with something very small and grow and expand and exponentially until um it looks right now we have I'm talking right now and, and we have been heard all over the world. That's what it is. The world of internet. Yes, Mr. Francis, is that what I can remember? Okay. Yes, indeed. Started. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Yes, I got a longer script to to begin from the very beginning. I, 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 mm-hmm. I know, I know, I know. I just, yeah, I just so, give my little part. I know you have the official thing to come. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm just going. Perhaps I should just go right into it right now because, or, or at least started it. And um, you know, he, he mentions the the point that I was a member of the Florida Caribbean Sports Line. And that was in the year 2002. They were experiencing some problems with the stations being sold, and they could not get get anyone to have a stable station. They couldn't get, and the prices were going up. So uh, Oliver Solomon, and he's now very sick, and um, we just hope and pray that he just recovers shortly. And also. Um, Everett Carter, Everett Carter. Were, were the other two members in the panel by myself. I was a statistician. So we experienced a great deal of problems with that show because they was changing the station, the price was going up. And I, I began to say, what can we do? I looked on the internet, I looked on the internet, I didn't see anything. So one day I was going to the studio to do a show. And a guy by the name of Eddie Edwards, 
he had a similar show and he had a technician there. He talked about Blog Talk Radio and Blog Talk Radio was a platform that we, was very suitable to us. So I said, that seemed to be something that would have been ideal to help move our show from the Saturday evening to Sunday. So I explored it. I run a number of shows before. Then I brought it to the attention of, of Oliver and um, Everett, and they were not in agreement. They didn't want it, but I said, no way. I'm going to let this opportunity pass. So I said, I tried it some more, and so it was workable. I, well, I asked Oliver permission to talk about it on the radio, and yes, he, I did, and um, I ever decided to come along, and we, yes, and we got oddly as well, and Ivor's father also was involved because he had a mango tree and we were competing to see who had the better mango tree. <laughs> and of course, he, he then talked about um, Simon O'Brien, his friend, and he, talked, he brought along Simon to us. And uh, he, he passed and we, I recommended him to the show, the, the seven o'clock birthday and anniversary hour, to be to uh, to remember him by putting his name on that thing, on that show. So he helped us, and he was trying to get us to get people along the way. And of course, he passed before we could materialize all our our, our goals. So it went along the way, and we started. We tried. Tried it. It started as everyday sports talk, and everyday sports talk. We tried it. I have a, 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 a one of the, the early, early, early shows that we did, and believe you me, that early show was was about 50 minutes long. And we today we had he had has more hits than than um, than some of the shows we do presently. But the point is. When we joined up with, with Iva joined up with myself and Audley came along, we decided to go to, to call it the Cricket Show. The Cricket Show was existing by another guy from Montserrat. And he did not register with, with, with the state of Florida, but we went in and licensed with the state of Florida. And we are now registered with the state of Florida as the Cricket Show INC. We are not for profit. We went along and got it, or 501c3. We, we tried for 501c3. We were rejected because they're asking us to get certification for teaching certification and all background checks and all kind of uh, weird, weird um, uh, situations so that it makes it difficult for us. But anyway, I, I, I did not give up. I called Connie and said, Connie, you are a specialist in writing, and she helped me along the way. And we wrote the articles, we wrote the, the response to every piece of correspondence that, that was sent to us. And eventually they approved us for 501c4. 501c4 is a tax exempt for our organization. So any funds that we get um, are not taxable. Of course, if we do something outside our scope, we then have to pay pay um, and, and earn money uh, resultantly we have to pay on that but we got 
our 501c4, which means that we have, have um, tax exempt. It took us about two years because we, we, were, we got approved December 17, 2013, when we started 2010. Three and a half years we worked on that in order to get that. And it's now that we are confirmed. But I'm saying all that to say that it's a lot of work that goes into it, and we are now good. We want to just thank all the wonderful people. It was my intention that the show would have replaced the Florida Caribbean Sports Line and move from the Saturday nights and go to the Internet. And But Oliver and Carter did not think it was a good thing. So, But we came on, and we are here today. Along the way, we had quite a bit of of um, programming. We had Ellie Matt doing a show on Saturday morning, and as uh, an entertainment show. And then we, I took it off after Ellie, Ellie Matt left. Connie Whitley started what we call oh, Beyond the Boundary, Beyond the Boundary, and that was short-lived. And we had people like James West. And the Milford Roach, some of you might be familiar with Milford Roach, the great cricketer out of Montserrat. He was on our show as well. And, of course, Mr. McKenzie came along while we were, when, when the Florida Caribbean Sports Line um, closed, and he came along. And um, we had Jaden Patel. We met him on the Internet. And, of course, Virgil came along. Cardinal was brought along by Ivor. Jackson Patel came in, Ed Lewis, and... George Ferris and others. We we have a great audience around the world, like like Audley said. The USA occupies about thirty five point three percent of the people who listen to us. And the next in line with the India, India is represent forty fourteen point four five percent of our listenership. And um Sankit Nevis um occupies eleven point five one percent of our listenership. They are in third position and England follows with 10.2% of our listenership. And of course, um, Australia. We also have a following in Australia representing 8.8% of our listenership. When, when we say 8.8%, you know, all over the world we're being heard. Some may be 2%, 3%, 1%, but the important thing that we are all over the world. And we have we have produced over 1,398 episodes, and we had some 23 private episodes which were not here by the public. So all in all, we have been over. over yeah. Our funding has come from the kind help of um, our panelists, our directors, and um, our friends. And I must say that Simon and Irma, they have done a tremendous amount of work to help us raise funds over the year. Never once have we, have we been behind in our Jews any month, and we are happy to say that we are satisfied in that regard. We can get some more funding, but of course, uh, it can never have enough funds. So all in all, we are doing extremely well. We are happy with the number of people we have, and we we are grateful for all the help, kind help. We have just want to mention some some of the, the folks who 
have appeared on our show. I, I can't remember everybody, so if I forget to mention anyone, it's because of the, the magnitude and number of people who have been. We have people like Pat White, the former, the former um, president of the West Indies Cricket Umpires Association. We had Guy Yarwood out of Antigua, one of the popular coaches in the Leeward Islands. Kenny Benjamin, Eddie Edwards, um, the talk show host, not the talk show host, but the cricket commentator over there with the Ive as well. He's Bernie Dickinson. We have Sir Richie Richardson, Sir Lawrence, we call him Sir Lawrence, Sir Lawrence Rowe, Andrew Mason, Ricky Scary, the president of Westerners Cricket Board, Dr. Kishore Shallow, the former president, Dave Cameron, Ed Lewis, the late um, Sir Maclean Emmanuel, the songs that we played. Yeah, he, he, he appeared on one of the shows we had with Ellie Matt. And Daryl Matthew, the, the, the sports minister in Antigua, the attorney. Um, Peter Adrian. Peter, um, we have Caution, the singer. Stanley Humphreys. And of course, Fiol um, Thorne and the Door Brothers have been a very important part of our show as well. Um, Linford McKenzie. Dennis Heat, Jatin Patel, and the guy out of England, Benny, Ben Manning, uh, Connie Whitley, and others. Too numerous to mention, but we are grateful for every single person. We had uh, here's the, one you can't forget, Leon, yeah. Darren Sammy. That no, no, no um, I have it, I have him coming up now. We, oh, we, okay, we, okay. We have, yeah, we have show of actor that I had the pleasure of interviewing Driver. I got to interview him. What a great young man he is. Danish, um, Danish Ramden. We have uh, um, Darren Ganga and, Danny, and Darren Sammy. I tell you, Sammy was elated about my mangoes that I had to bring him more. And of course, we cannot forget Mayor Richard Kaplan. Kaplan was the mayor of the great city of Lauder Hill and others. There are others too, but we have an array of wonderful people. I just want to let the folks Alvin know. Alvin Kalitaran. Alvin Kalitaran. And the book, we, we, we talked a little about him. Just want to tell you that the, 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 um, we are registered and the directors of the, of the cricket show is as follows. Uh, um, Leon is the president. Um, uh, Iva is vice president. Um, um, Audley Watson, he's the secretary and directors of David Maitland, uh, Dennis Heat, um, Simon O'Brien, uh, Jatin Patel, and Linford McKenzie. Those are our directors. But of course, we, we can never forget the wonderful people who have um, helped us along the way. Every single one who gave us money. We are grateful. Murchis Nisbet and her mother. Um, of course, we had um, Ina Day as well, who also helped us along the way, and many, many others like like um, we had. Mother B, special in the early part. Mother B, she gave us prayers, of course, yeah. Yeah. and um, the Caribbean cleaners. Um, he, he was very instrumental in helping us financially to pay for the 501c4. It's costly. It's a costly piece of um, um, expense for us, so for us to have that being taken care of. 
And of course, um, there are so many people that can't come to my mind yet, but we just want to just thank each and every one of you for helping us. The late Hugh Williams. Hugh Williams was one who, who, who passed along, but he was one of the, the first people who gave us funding to help I mean, start the process. And we also have um, lots of Patrick, of course, Patrick, 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 Patrick Chapong. Yes, you, you, you name it. And we, we are so elated and grateful. And one whom I shall give more praise than ever is Simon O'Brien for his endless work that he has put in in helping me with the fundraising. He took it on himself to send out the mailing um, envelopes to uh, lots of his friends and well-wishers, and they were able to send us contributions. So if I didn't call your name, it's not because I want to eliminate... Uh, um, of course, Renford, Mr. Renford, Renford of Okay. One of the things yes. that we want to just mention Mark is that we are Mark not... TV. Yes. Yes. Mark from yes. Mark TV. Mark, Mark mm. Yes. Well, I'm going to say a thing. And uh, one of the things that we don't own the show, um, Block Talk still owns the right of the show. So we have no control over the show as, as about selling or distributing or letting out. But, um, of course... We have no control if anybody carries the show. So that's that. Uh, I want to make that you know clear that we are not in control of the show because we have uh, downgraded our show from from one that we had the full cost. We are able to take the advertisement, and we are not able to do that anymore. So that is something that is restricting us, but doesn't prevent anyone from carrying the show per se. So I know that I. Vision 2020 does carry the show, but um, it's um, up in the air for that. But anyway, Makueshito, they were able to provide us with a link to carry their their, their um, show uh, programs, their ball-by-ball commentary. We also got, got permission from Voice of Barbados to carry Mason and Guest, but we eliminate, to the best of our ability, the ads on that show. So... Therefore, we're able to do it every Tuesday evening, and uh, yeah, just make sure that. But we, we we are open to suggestions. We are open to any kind of help to make it possible. We had to be grateful for Jaykin, what a wonderful amount of work he's done with us over the years. And he has gone the above board to help us, provide us with a... a, a, a um, someone to be on our show, a guest, and he knows how to reach out of uh, the woodwork to bring these guys out on our show, and we are so grateful. I can't forget those two young ladies whom we brought to our show, and we are so really and truly happy for their presence. And of course, in, in recent times, we have uh, Dennis Heat. He came by because on Sundays I'm alone, and um, he, Dennis, is able to help me along the way when I'm trying to pull up the, the, the updates. And he was here to help me and to, in the background, provide his um, help. And every little bit helps. And along the week, um, Dennis has been able to help me um, prepare the shows. And like I said, there are 1,398 shows that were done. But Dennis, in recent times, has helped me to prepare some of these shows. And I'm so grateful for the presence of Dennis. And of course, of course, Audley has been there with his Inside Edge and the birthday hour. And, of course, we 
all these guys are so superb. I have not been able to do the kind of work he used to do in the past because he has other things at hand. But we are grateful for every single person, every kind of contribution we have. And of course, and and we have to we have to hail up Cardinal. We have to hail up Cardinal yes. and his fans. You know, yes, and indeed, yeah, yes. those people. Yeah. Yes. Yes. We. We we did we, we we want to mention thanks to Cardinal and all that he has done for the show as well, and of course David Maitland too. He has not been on the Sunday show per se, but he's a director and he's a part of our team, and he helps us financially greatly. And of course, like you mentioned, Cardinal, and of course Murchis in the background. You'll hear her voice, and I, I think I might want to just play her voice because some of you have not heard her voice because you only listen on Sundays, but we, we seldom play her voice on, Mon- and, and, um, on Sundays. So before the, the day is over, we, we play it. I might as well do it now. <laughs> well, I did enjoy the show this morning, and, uh, you know, all the other mornings, Saturday morning, and we... Be tuning in tomorrow afternoon, tomorrow evening on the Sunday evening show, six to nine PM. So come on, come All on. Right. Tell your neighbor we are on six PM to nine PM on Sunday. So on that note, I have bid you farewell. So long until not goodbye. Talk to you tomorrow. Yeah, that was the voice of Murchis Nisbet. And my niece, Fiol Thorne, her song has been over overspun here on our show. On Saturdays particular, but on Sundays we hardly play it. But I'm going to just give you a few bars of, of our Fuel song. Uh, she calls it. There is a camp in every soul, some brightly burning. Some dark and cold There is a spirit Who brings a fire Ignites a candle And makes his home Carry your candle Run to the darkness Seek out the helpless Confused and joy And there's a presentation, so I'm going to say something about myself first. That um, I was born in India, raised there quarter less than a quarter years, uh, and since then I'm here. I played an ancient game named Coco hockey. That's a floor hockey, and then cricket. And oh. and I also represented uh, India playing against uh, New Zealand, Australia, West Indies. And by the time the team were coming to India and our Indian team was, women's Indian team was going to in other countries, I was already here in U.S., which was like 1978 and onwards. So 
Okay. And uh, here I am with the World Financial Group as a financial professional, working for them since 1970, uh, 1970, mm, no, sorry, 1980. Mm. And um, I'm also coaching children and women here in Tampa Cricket League. Uh, and going very well. I'm an all-rounder. Uh, just for girls and women to support, I'm also playing with them as as needed. Or you know, also played in uh, Boston tournament, North Carolina, Atlanta, a uh, couple years back uh, as a vice captain. Mm. And. My achievement also with the MPCA in Indore, India, in the Indian uh, Cricket Association, um, with them as a life. Uh, I'm also with the USA uh, Cricket Committee uh, for now. And uh, I think I'm, uh, I'm making a history. You're making history? <laughs> history of my uh, profile, I should say. Or <laughs> or, or, <laughs> or my uh, curriculum writing, you know, cricket. Uh, also was honored for um, four-year Government of India Merit Scholarship. I was uh, in the scholar. Uh, and I was also selected for a floor hockey team uh, when they were going to have um, Olympics. But uh, I was here in USA, so I could not attend that. A team uh, for India for floor hockey at that time. So um, my life goal in a straightforward. I want to say my goal is to provide um, uh, promote girls and women's cricket in the world and to be a part of it. And recently, um, also uh, with the Hall of Cricket Hall of Fame. I'm going to be inducted in uh, October in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. All right. So that is my presentation profile. Uh, I want to say I think I'm going to make a, a book out of it, right? <laughs> yeah. Some, yeah. Someday. Yeah. Someday. Yeah, someday. So I'm with tell a me, lot just, of experiences. Yes. Just uh, tell me, what was it like playing for India against the West Indies and Australia? Give us a little drop, backdrop there. Any, any for, for, for me, honestly, when I saw because you haven't seen me, right? I'm like a petite, five foot and skinny. So <laughs> when I saw West Indian <laughs> team, my my legs were shaky at that time. Like, oh my goodness, I'm going to play against this team. <laughs> but. But it was a very good experience, and a couple of uh, players, uh, they are here in the U.S. I know them. Um, what is the name? Joan Alexander okay. and Patricia Whitaker. Whitaker, yeah, okay. Whitaker, yes. Can I, can I ask you a question there? Yes. You said you'll be inducted in the Hall of Fame in Fort Lauderdale. Where in Fort Lauderdale? Lauderdale Hill. Lauder Hill, not for, oh, yeah, oh, sorry, oh, I checked oh, that out. <laughs> I was going to say, if it's at the stadium, I know you can't be for Lauderdale. So, stadium. No, that, nobody's yeah, on that. that. This is that, not a stadium that, event, a guys. That's a $200 fine if you make that mistake again. But 
I'll give you a chance this time. Oh, no, I thought it was $25. It was $25. No, it just, it just went up. It just went up. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only, only for me it went up. I know that now. <laughs> because you're special, Jasna. I am special. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm I'm a priceless, I, I should say. And that that would that that would be when you say that will happen. This year, October. October. Oh, so that that that's gonna be when you have a tournament down here, right? Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think that's three oh. days. Three days. Yes, uh, so yeah. well, well, yes. World Cup. Yes, uh, Senior World Cup. It's starting on Tuesday yeah. and we'll end Five up with years? the Saturday and uh, with mm-hmm. the induction yeah. ceremony on Saturday night at uh, Delroy Beach uh, Hilton Motel. Uh, I'll mm-hmm. give you an update on that one later. Mm-hmm. But let me give you add some more details on Joe. It's a raw find for me. I mm-hmm. beat her by surprise in uh, Boston when I was with the Silmarin to right. open that uh, <laughs> event. And, uh, all of a surprise. I see the mother Patel walking on field, probably more danger than me, body-wise. I just <laughs> let me, you know. So since then, <laughs> since I realized her background and what she has done, I asked her to join the bandwagon because U.S. cricket is on rise. We need a lot of people to contribute that talent. And top of that, I always believe the way I talk with the West Indian people all the time, we must use our legends. The people who has played in the past has nothing to do with the age, but their experience matters most. If we don't utilize yep. those resources, then the game is going nowhere. We can't rely Okay, there is it. Well, why don't you bring in Simon? Simon, you M- say. Mr. Francis, yes, Mr. Sir. Francis, can I just just oh, yeah. um, or mm-hmm. just to mention Lynette from you know from the oh, roving yes. reporter from yes. Senkit, yes. yeah, right? And, Thank right, you for and, that. And I was I was reminded here about a broadcast with the Prime Minister. Um, Baldwin oh. Spencer in the town hall meeting in Miami also. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yes. We did that indeed. And, yeah, and, in and to hail up Phil, Phil from the Saturday morning show. To Phil, hail up Phil. Phil, Phil, and, Phil, uh, whole bike. Mm-hmm. Right, yes. right. And, and, while, and while Simon is speaking, I don't know if you can pull up a song with the Door Brothers. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, if, yeah. I'm going to yeah. bring, bring the Door Brothers on too. Yes. Before the night okay. over, we have to play the Door Brothers and we have some more clips to play. So why don't yeah. you come in, Simon, while I bring, I was trying to reach a guest and um, not making contact. Well, good evening, Mr. President. Yes, and evening. Uh, Dennis, Cardinal, mm-hmm. Audley, Virgil, Mr. Patel, Jetner, heard your presentation. Ivo Henry, haven't heard from him yet, Mr. McKenzie. Yes. And all our faithful listeners all over the world, have a wonderful evening all. <clears throat> and we hope we have a wonderful week, much better than last week. I'm once again so happy to be on the show, and we are celebrating another year of um, being on the show. And uh, so the president said that I'm very instrumental in sending out our letters and getting fundraising and all that. It's a pleasure for me to do this for this cricket show, game I love so much, and it is all a pleasure for myself and my wife. Work very hard to get all these letters out and get our contributions in to keep the show on the air. It is a pleasure for us to do that. 
and um, happy that we reach another milestone in our broadcast. And I just want to remind you too about your son's contribution. He has um, sent in, uh, some uh, copies of books to us as well, and um, they were well received. Those who are in the selling business and selling themselves can use that book as well. So thank you so okay, much, thank Simon. Thank you so much. And let him you, know that. You, you, got, you got to tell us what did Ivor Father said to you to, to entice you to be a member of our panel. Yes, well, I, well I, um, when I moved here uh, from England, I was keeping up with the game and all that in England. I played for a club there. And I was living in New York, and I could get all the scores and the games and all that. And then um, I moved here. And I didn't know any way to get in touch with any cricket games or what's going on. So I remembered um, I was uh, and I called him up, and I was to call him every weekend. Uh, have you heard any scores? Have you heard any cricket scores? And he would give me the scores, and we would talk about the scores. And then he said, you know, um, Simon, there's a show that comes on on Sunday afternoon from 3 to 6, and they give all the cricket scores and all that. I said, is that true? I said, yes. So I called him. And I spoke with Mr. President Leon, and he said, uh, would you like to come on the show? And um, I said, sure, when anything to for cricket, I'm all for it. And I said, whatever to promote cricket in America, I'm all for it. And I've been with you now. I think I came on the show, I think it was 2012 or 2013, something like that, I think. I, I don't know exact year, but... Um, I've been on the show ever since, and I'm um, enjoying it. I enjoy the panelists and all the uh, things that we do for cricket here in America, and, of course, to the world, because a lot of people are listening to us all over the world, not only in America. So it was a pleasure talking with Mr. Henry, and he gave me the information. And I'm now with your show, and I'm happy to be with you and trying to do some fundraising to get the show up and running and keep it running for the past 11, 12 years now, I think. And yeah, it just need another milestone, as I said. Okay. Anyone else wants to say anything? Bert, you know, you know. Some yeah, of the yeah. Things remember, that remember, remember, yeah. remember, Mr. Mr. Bell. You know, Arthur used to Bell. come on the yes, program. Arthur Bell. Yes, Arthur, Arthur Bell and Stafford. Yeah. And Stafford. And Stafford, of course. You can't forget that. And those. Stafford. And, and mm-hmm. you, I was, I was, um, dad died. I don't know. Um, he, he said something here. Dad died 2012. So it, it yeah, could well, be 2013. We talk about yeah, him being something. named. Yeah, yes. Well, yeah. Yes, yeah. And I talk that, about his mango tree. I think, I think that we never I had think a chance Simon to. Said something. I think Simon said something that the year was maybe in conflict. Oh, so oh, I was okay. trying to, to correct well, him. And yeah. of course, okay. as I've mentioned, oh yes, Simon was saying he's died, his son, his dad died 2012, so it could be 2013. It's but, 13, that's okay. Before, <laughs> that's what you're saying. And um, yeah, I just, mm-hmm. and and uh, I just yeah. I mentioned before, but um, just like to mention once again that we are inside the Lawrence Yagaro hour from a eight until nine. That's the Lawrence Yagaro hour right here on the on the cricket show. Yes. Um, okay. Bye. Good, Leon. Can I? Yeah, come right in, I, Dennis. Uh-huh. I I just want to say that uh, I am in terms of the cricket parlance, the cold 
of the team, having been the very latest or the newest member of the panel to this cricket show. I came to the show uh, very recently, and I have to thank my very good friend, Mackenzie. He's not here today, but Mackenzie has... I met Mackenzie maybe 10 years ago at a cricket umpiring match. We both umpired, and he'd been telling me about the show ever since and inviting me to, you know, listen to the show. But uh, I, part of my duties on Sundays when the show was on, I, I was a, an umpire, and all my matches would be on a Sunday or a Saturday. So it made it very difficult to... Uh, joined the show, but more recently, I've decided to take a break from the umpiring side, and then Mackenzie once again reminded me, and so I called into the show and has been here ever since, though still the youngster on the team. I'm happy to say it's been a pleasure working with all of the panelists been a pleasure working with Leon. I'm uh, certainly learning a great deal from the experience and the uh, skills that my fellow panelists have demonstrated during the period that I've been on the show. And I look forward to my weekends on uh, Saturdays and Sundays to be part of the show and to be hearing and listening to the great information that comes over from our panelists, whom I won't name personally, because they are all brilliant in their own way. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for inviting me to be part of the show, and I'm very, very happy to be here on a Sunday, on a Saturday, as the case may be. Thank you, Leon. Yeah, thank you, guys. Yeah. Thank you very much, Dennis. And, and we have to remember add... Donna. Don, Donna yeah, is, well, one, is one. Oh, Donna, Donna, of course. Donna, yes. Donna of course. Donna, Donna, yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Of course, Miss Murchis, we, we mentioned her, played her voice too, because she's such an integral part of the, yeah, of the pro. And we also too. remember, right, we want to just just remind our folks about two little little jingle we have on the show that um, must not go unnoticed, and one of which is the beautiful city of what? where? <laughs> Lord of Hill. <laughs> <laughs> And the next one is not not not, not just joined him too, so apparently he's working. <laughs> yes, working, yeah. yeah. on the radio. See and, on and the even radio. Miss Jetna, even Miss Jetna. Yes. <laughs> Jetna oh, I see on the radio. Yeah, anything you have in your mind, Virgil, before we, we, we play some more? Joy. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, Bridget. Oh, Virgil, we can't hear what you're saying, my brother. Oh no, I said I'm just I'm just enjoying everything that I hear from the past and all the different talks that we had talked about before. So I'm just enjoying everything so far. All right. Okay, and I was hey, saying uh, wait, because he's batting further, Virg- I, because he, sorry, um, I was saying Virgil, he's batting, so you're afraid to bowl. Yeah, no, no, I'm, 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 no, I want him to come on. No, I'm just, I'm, I'm just, you know, something. Let me say something about Ivor now. You go back to, um, I know when the guy was on the show, Ivor and uh, Mr. Francis, and Ivor keep on calling me and telling me to come on the show, and one day I pick up my phone and call. Nervous, out of his world, when you have butterfly come out of his stomach, but I didn't say much. But it takes me a while to express myself sometimes, and... I know sometimes I get a little bit heated with some of the topics that we have, but little at least bit. I get a li- little bit, little bit, little bit. Little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but it takes take me a while because the first time uh, I come on, I just listened. I didn't want to say anything much, you know, but uh, from ever since I've been enjoying it, looking forward to the show. And even when I'm in Antigua, I get Mr. Francis to call me um, when I'm at home and to, you know, to express myself with different the topic of cricket, so really enjoy it and looking forward to many, many more to come. You know, yeah, you, you, you see what well, happened? Uh, I was throwing into the deep end, so you have to come out and talk. Yeah, 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 yeah. What happened? I, 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 I saw him out there. I saw him out there. He hit two boundaries, so they had to change. They had to change the bowler. Mm. So I had to come on. That's okay. what happened. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Oddly, well, you know, yes, um, sir. Go ahead. If, uh, oh, sorry, uh, Leon is back. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But go ahead. You're... You know, I, I mention was made uh, earlier on of the uh, Rebel Tour, the cricket tour to South Africa, mm-hmm. and I came across. A comment in, uh, and you know, books have been mentioned, but I, I was reading Michael Holding's very latest book, and I came across a comment which I thought may well be worth repeating here. And it's, it said, you know, speaking of the Rebel Tour between 82 and 84, the, con- the contrast between what happened to the England players, who oh, somebody's being rude back there. The contrast between what happened to the England players who went and the West Indian players couldn't be more stark. The West Indies players returned to find out that they had become pariahs in their lives, went to hell. Jobs and social standing. The results were forced emigration, hard times, drug overdose, death, and nervous breakdown followed. Contrast that with the English players who went on the tours. All manner of cushy jobs handed out. Graham Gooch retired as England captain and a legend. Jeff Boycott became a media personality. Bob Woolmer became international cricket coach. Mike Gatting became president of MCC. David Graveney became chief selector of the England team. Now, think about our West Indians. 
I would welcome any comments you might have in the interim period while we're looking back down memory lane. Yes. Yeah. Wasn't into the conversation so much so, but I um, just want to welcome for that piece of information that you brought to us, Dennis. Can I just um, reply back to something there? Um, yes. I, he said almost all the English players was well in good job when when they come back home and but we must yeah. we also must un, we all we also must understand that was happening the problem that was happening over there was happening to black people and we in the Caribbean was totally against what was happening even some of the British was against it but not as much as how we was against it and that's why I think what happened to our West Indian players that went over there, our community was really, um, how to put it now, was really heartbroken to see uh, what was happening to our brothers and sisters over there, and these guys went over, over there. But the white that went over there, you and no one expected they was going to be punished like how our people been punished because they don't feel what we were feeling. And I think that's one, one of the problems that was happening. Uh, I know we are reminiscing, but uh, can I just give one minute, Leon? Uh, um, Virgil, I think you have listened to the interview w- w- with Lawrence Rowe on this program, right? And and look at the different perspective and, and, and what what was happening from the people who were actually on the ground because a lot of them, a lot of the blacks were very happy because they saw some black men, you know, came over, they, they came over to, 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 to South Africa and beat up the white men, they were happy. Uh, they, the, the black, the, the, the schools, they, they've been to schools in, in poor eras where, of course, seeing international players, black players coming over there. And, and, and sh- they, they feel so, so big and so happy because they're in depressed eras and, and they, were, they were lifted up knowing that international players you can come over there, and especially when they play, they play against white men, and that, that's just a play against them. But they beat them, they beat them up, you know. So um, a lot of people who continue to hold this team hard feel against them, you know. I mean, they, they, they haven't listened to maybe Ro or other person explain the whole thing, how they, what, what angle they, they're looking at, at it from, you know. So yeah, while they, you, they, they, yeah. Okay, I, I'm, I'm Would done. Would you hold your thoughts, your thoughts here because we have a, a 646 number calling in? Miss Donna. Donna, of course, 799. Hello. Hello, Donna. Hello, Donna. You have some voices helping you. You have some voices <laughs> helping you behind. Come on. Yes, how are you doing? How are you yeah. doing? We're fine. We're fine. Much better now that you're here. Yeah. Now that okay. we have heard you, <laughs> I, I beat him, Mr. Francis. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, as you were, we okay. want to thank you so much for your contribution to the show over the years. I think you were the first lady umpire out of the region. Am I correct in saying that? Probably out of the Caribbean area. Yeah. They, they don't know what celebrity yeah. we have. That's right. I remember and that. And then... And then when I continued, when I came up to America, yes, I, oh, right. I don't know how many birthdays this week. 
Okay, but my sister had birthday last week. Yes, but you know yeah. we are celebrating eleven years. You know we are celebrating eleven years, which will oh, be on the tenth. Okay, so, so we do it on the tenth. Um, okay. In advance. In advance. Happy anniversary know. to the show. Yes, indeed, and you and were to Leon and to all the guys who have contributed over the years. Okay, thank, thank you so you much. Donna. You were one of the. You were one of the. Early birds that helped us along the way. Yes, indeed. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, so thank you for your say, contribution. Let, let me let okay. me say, um, Leon, Leon, thanks for the revelation. Is the first I'm knowing that Donna was an umpire. Honestly, I, yes, I never she, knew anything about told, that. She told us that early. At least it, I think it was Iva who told us that. Oh, I congratulations, Miss Donna. I, I yeah, have no yeah. idea. No yeah. idea. So that's so a revelation for me today. As, Dennis, as, no, you've I heard. Think, we have another umpire here, no. too. No, no, no. I think you missed Take me with Bobsy. Bobsy was the umpire. Oh, Bobsy was the umpire. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, Bobsy okay. was the okay. umpire. Yes. Bobsy right. was the umpire. Oh. Okay. Yeah, okay, you me. said it straight. Bumsy, yes. You said it straight. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You said it straight. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, everything is okay? Okay. Yes. All right. Have a great week. Okay. Have a great week. Yes. Okay, um, Jason, anything on your mind? Jason, you've been quiet. I haven't heard from J- Justin this week, but... We had this phone here, and next thing we hear, you're in the, you're in the call queue. All right. All right. Yes. Jason, are you with us? Anything yes, from I'm your here. end? Yeah, anything else? What, what have you done to Justin this week? She's not... She's working? Yes. Yes, she'll have the invitation. I don't know whether you look at it, your email or not, but I had passed it around. Yeah, seven. I'm, yeah I, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to see if I can get into that email, but I can't. Yeah. Let me try one more time. And what it is, folks, we are experimenting on, on something here. Hopefully, it can go. I can uh, give my side of the story on cricket, so we met by accident, as Leon told, that uh, he found me from the internet, probably the Facebook, and he approached me and asked me for the interview on, uh, I still believe it was June 4, 2017, Mm. that was the beginning, and after that Mm. uh, we joined hands, because I realized this is the good platform and the good initiative which has been in place for so many years and it's coming the contribution from the many people of uh, like a kind people we all care about the game and like to keep continue that was the beginning and uh, since then I'm uh, still trying my best to put together the good guest list and uh, bring uh, some uh, diversity as well as reaching out the outside world. Uh, my list is a little bit uh, kind of a biggie, and it's a good idea. We are trying to compile this uh, list of guests who came to our show. And uh, I see the rundown, big rundown, but I can give you my side. Uh, I can start with uh, those uh, maybe about dozen ladies so far. We can start with uh, Roshni Chashmawala from the South East Jersey. Josna Patel from Tampa, Nadia Gruni is one of the board members as well as the USA player, 
Then we had a Mithila Modgalia from Boston, young uh, empire and player. We had a Kirutika Subramanian. She played for the U.S. Uh, India before she moved to the U.S. Then we had a Ivy Mahabir from New Jersey. She's a level two coach and empire. Then we had a Delka Saharian. She was the USA wicketkeeper and coach. Then uh, one time we had a fortunate to get the Gitika Kodali, one of the youngest players in the U.S. women cricket. Then we had a lady from San Francisco and Los Angeles area cricket involvement, Audrey Moore. Then we had two American teachers, Cindy and Kathy, from Aurora schools. Those are like a woman we had on a guest list. And going to India, we had a Vijay Patel, owner of his uh, own tax sports garment company for 50-plus years. They just celebrated 50 years last year, and we were good to have him. It's unfortunate that we are not able to get more people from India because uh, when we ask for them, it's usually early morning, like 4.30 or 5.30, and that is a complete discomfort for many people to wake up and do something. But uh, beyond that, we had a Bud Brothers who are collecting those currency to match the dates with the celebrities. Mm-hmm. We had a Dr. Abdul Rai from Los Angeles, former USACA uh, president as well as uh, board member and chairman for the USA cricket when they formed the new committees in 2017. Then we had the Avinas Gajay, also a board member from New Jersey, then we had a Boston uh, guys, Vijay Hassan, Dilip Chawan, and Chirag Bhatt. Then we had a New York guys, George Samuel and uh, Ashok Adikapola. Then we only got the Michael Chambers, as Leon said. Then we had a Chicago uh, Cricket uh, Academy, Heman Patel, Mehul Sani, Nipun Josie. Then we have a uh, St. Louis Connection, American Cricket Academy, Ajay Jam. Then we had a Midwest Cricket Academy from Ohio, Tavik Kothari. Then we reached out uh, Minneapolis, uh, Charles Peterson. He's been involved in coaching and a professor at the college to run the cricket program in uh, that area for almost 40 years. And we can uh, go David P. Sentence, one of the historians, also Cricket Hall of Famer from Los Angeles area. We did uh, recently Sailendra Raj from Nepal, who is in U.S. Mm-hmm. at the moment. We had a good chat with him. Then we had the opportunity to talk to Nilesh Mehta. He's one of the journalists and covering, I will say, more than a decade. He's covering a lot of ICC level tournaments worldwide, and he's based in Chicago. Then we had a Tampa cricket involvement, uh, Nitish Shetty and uh, Jayan Sangani because of the youth program down there. We had a former Canada coach and a first-class cricketer from India, Mukesh Narula from the Toronto. Then we had a Wisconsin cricket, uh, Kasyap Malkan. Then we had a Sacramento cricket in California, Paul Zia. We also had a recently Kuljit Singh Mijar from the Dallas Youth Cricket League. And uh, after uh, the big showdown in U.S. Open last year, 
we had a Jayesh Patel, owner of the Atlanta Paramvir. Uh, the team had a Chris Gale, first time plays any kind of competitive cricket in U.S. So those are the list I had it. And uh, over mm-hmm. a year, I realized is not just bringing guests, but we are learning from them their hardship, their dedicated work. The devotion they carry to promote this game here in the U.S. is more important. And uh, I will definitely uh, like to keep continuing bringing more guests. And uh, this is what our soul's beauty, that we are bringing so many people to talk about cricket, not just few panelists. And uh, it's uh, good to say, so 10 years is great. And I will say we have a better future ahead. If we all work together, we can definitely make an impact in the game. Amen, amen. We want to thank you personally, and we just want to tell our listeners that you too have gotten uh, another promotion in terms of your involvement with soccer in the USA. We talked about it a little bit last week, and we just wanted to congratulate you on your being appointed as an analyst with the USA Soccer. Can you give us a little more on it? Because you have been a source of inspiration to myself and to the show and the number of guests and information you have brought to the show is immense. I'm glad I met you, and I hope that we will be friends for the rest of our lives. Talk to us. Well, uh, part of the I born and raised in cricket, I will say. The cricket is, uh, we can say, is my religion, the way I come in from India. But when I get in the U.S., it was very difficult time to find the cricket, especially here in Indiana when I landed in uh, late 1980s. And so I turned into a soccer coach because there was a place that gave was kicking around in a neighborhood and at the public parks. And eventually I turned into the soccer coaching. It's uh, been a long uh, experience side on that side too. And then I also went to the baseball coaching. I'm also level three coach on baseball side, soccer at the higher level. But because of my IT background and way the technology is moving forward since I will say last 15 years, there's a lot of things we can do besides just coaching on the field. Now the technology is helping us the three ways we call it. Uh, number one, it's helping us to monitor and track the players' performance and their uh, potential to become a national or international player. We call the player tracking as well as the player development. That is going on digital side. Then we have a lot of things going on. They call it the video analysis. Multiple options we have in video analysis, but they're heavily used for two main reasons improvement of skills and uh, technical part of the game. And then at the higher level or international level or competitive side, we call it the video analysis is helpful to run a few things like a player analysis, uh, team analysis, a match competitive analysis. And it, it brings a lot of things where the coaches can help the people and players and team and owners who are involved. And that's the beauty. So I was fortunate with the multi-sports coaching background and being as IT since like 19, early 80s, with that computer knowledge, it, it, it becomes a helpful tool to me rather than uh, even in my coaching, rather than I rely on someone else, I do my own analysis and all those. And uh, it's a, it's a help 
because one time, if you look at the coach itself, they know the coaching, but they are a little bit uh, sort of uh, information and used to criteria for the technology. And sometimes you bring the technology expert but don't have the coaching background. And that is where I fit in because of the knowledge I carry from the both sides. And that's the beauty about it. I'm being involved with the U.S. soccer for, I will say, last 28 years at the different roles, going from the local club level to the high school level to the adult league or college level. But they eventually... The more we gain the experience, we become uh, the general term. They say you are becoming an expert when you have more experience coming into, and that is what uh, I was looking forward to. And the good to have it, I'm uh, probably barely about, I will say, 24 uh, analysts we have at this level, which is USA Soccer has uh, started very recently. It wasn't that. Uh, option open until last year, but the COVID has opened up that own uh, avenue for all of us, the window open, and that is what uh, I feel that we can contribute a lot. So in uh, this uh, particular year, when they certified those analysts, I'm one of them, and if you look at the U.S. base, we barely have 14 analysts at this time at the professional level, and that is uh, where I fit, and the goal is definitely help to the future soccer at the all levels. We are not trying to limit ourselves for a specific coaching or specific age level or skill levels coaching. No. We want to support all levels. And by the way, beautiful things happen. Look at the story now. If we know the U.S. soccer raised their bar since the woman won that uh, first World Cup in, I believe, 1999. And it was beauty for the last 22, three years that USA rocked the world, and still they are the team to beat, I will say. But in a recent Olympics, a couple of days back, Canada won the World Cup. That's, uh, that's uh, like, uh, I will say not World Cup, sorry, it's an Olympic gold medal. FIFA World Cup is a different thing. But honestly, to me, if the Canada follows what the USA has done in 20 years in soccer, this North America becomes a nucleus of the football world. We call it soccer mm-hmm. here in Canada. It used to be just yep. South America and some European league, but no, forget it. Now it's all about USA and Canada. And the way the game is going I will say there's a lots of opportunities for the coaches, officials, administrators. But the most important thing, these two countries heavily rely on technology. And that is what we are uh, expecting or uh, looking into the future to see how we can utilize more technology which can help the country itself in a game. And uh, by the way, at the same time, I also do the uh, cricket analysis too. But uh, cricket analysis has very limited scope in U.S. They just started the minor league, and uh, probably they will launch the major league next year. That's the plan they have. But, yes, I'm a part of it. I'd love to contribute that direction as a technology side, being uh, trying to use my experience and expertise to support the game. Yes, you know, you know. apart from that, I just wanted to just thank you personally, Jatin, for the kind of help that you've given me. Um, behind the scenes, a lot of problems exist on this show. 
And I just have to say, Jatin, this is the problem. And he has a solution for me. So personally, I just want to thank you for all the help you have because many of the other folks are working. They can't help. And you will put aside whatever you're doing and help me to fix it. And right now we're working on a project. We don't want to announce it yet until we get it fixed. But um, I, I really, from the bottom of my heart and from the rest of the directors and the, and everyone who's involved with the show, we want to thank you for the for your your support, your help. And uh, you remember the words I said to you when you came first? I said when you became rich and famous. I need your autograph. I'm going to say I need it right now, your autograph right now, because you are an immense value to the show, and we hope that whatever you put your hand to, you will make a success, success of it. Absolutely no problem. I'm going to, I'm going to give you all panelists. I know we are a West Indies group. We have it. I will have the West Indies cricket cap. Signed by me. How about that? Some point, I'll make oh, sure right. that everyone right. is getting that. You heard it. It's the only way you beg, Audrey. That's the way you beg. Yes, I heard. <laughs> I, I, I heard, heard that. The I got the cash probably. So let's wait. Probably when I get to the Florida next time, I'll try to reach out to you guys. All right. All right. Sounds well, good. Well, we have we have a song that is requested from um, from um, Audley and I. And I, I'm going to play the Duo Brothers because they too have been a part of our, our show. We play their records and over and over. And folks, this is one of the songs that we popularize. And we, not we popularize, but we play a lot on our show. Um, I like this one.
Lord, I hear. Lord, I hear. I say, just, guys, just, no, just, here, just tell Mr. Patel when he tell people he's coming to Florida, <laughs> he got to tell him where in Florida he's coming. Yes, indeed. Yeah, just, just a little bit about one of the earlier shows that we did before we came to be in. Just a few. Lock Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to the Everyday Sports Talk Radio. My name is Leon Francis. And basically, I want to give all our listeners an idea of the purpose of the show is to provide listeners with common sports, but sports like cricket. Um, track and field, perhaps they are more familiar with track and field, of course, but we want to bring them up to date with all that is happening in the world of sports, which is really not being given enough coverage by the American media. With it in mind, I'll just tell you just a little bit of what one of the first shows that we did on this uh, when we started on our way. But how about you, Mr. Jakin? Your final thought? Final thought is uh, always good to be on the show. Uh, it's uh, 100%. All credit goes to you as a president and a founder, as well as all panelists who are still keep continue keeping up this momentum. And it's uh, beautiful to hear the word. It's 11. That's a full team now. We did it for 11 years, mm-hmm. and let's hope mm-hmm. we can do all together we will be able to make difference in the future. Our goal and vision is still going to keep continue, not just talk. We want to educate people for the game and make sure we are helping mm-hmm. every way possible. Thank you all. Simon, Simon, okay. Simon, your final thoughts. You, you, you were dropped and you came back in, right? Yes, I'm very happy to give the final thoughts here, Mr. President. I want to thank you for starting the show. And uh, the time that you invited me on, I've had no regrets. It's about um, eight or nine years now. I have no regrets coming on the show with you. And it's a pleasure for my wife and I to help uh, bring in contributions to keep the show on the air. I know it's not free. It's not easy to keep the show on the air every week. And I know it's very hard work for you. And all the members of the panel, they work very hard to keep the show on the air. And I'll do my part as I've been doing. Keep the show here, and you have a wonderful time, show yes, going. Keeps growing from strength to strength, and you have a lot of people backing you, and good people working very hard to keep the show on the air. Have a wonderful week, all, and we'll talk mm-hmm. next week on the Block Talk Radio at six to nine next week Sunday. Have a wonderful week, all. Thank you. Good night, Thank you. Paula. Good and night happy, to you as well, and, and happy anniversary. Yeah. Yeah, thank you so much, and to Irma as well, who has been behind you 100%, and, and we're grateful for her participation, and yours as well. You are an immense help to me to let the show be on the air for this time. You, you, you played a, a major, major role, and we're grateful. And who is next? Is it Dennis? Dennis, why don't you say bye to your fans and well-wishers, which are many around the world. <laughs> All the way yes. from Germany. A guy from Norway. Uh, okay. Thank you, Leo. <laughs> Who is I'm not telling the truth. I'm just making up that. <laughs> go ahead. Uh, Leon, thank Dennis, you. go ahead. I'm very, I'm very happy to be 
part of this 11th anniversary uh, celebration of the show. I'm looking forward to the next anniversary and, of course, many others beyond that. And uh, I wanted to say in passing to my fellow panelists, remember Thursday, 12th of August, first test match in Kingston, Jamaica, West Indies, Pakistan. Mm. Enjoy (laughs) and good night all. Thank you so much. And I look forward to next Sunday when we will dissect this test match. Right. If I have a hand good. up, you look if I have a hand is up. I don't no, know. wait, let me see. If, let me see if he's there. I don't. Okay, see okay. He's, you know, he's, now he's putting up his hand, yes. Okay, Iva, come on in. Um, yes, well, folks, um, baby steps. We're going to wish another full year. Make it 12. Make it a dozen. And, of course, <clears throat> it's indeed a pleasure being a part of this show. In whatever little way that I can contribute, but let me remind the folks that this is the only show in all of North America that brings you Caribbean sports, worldwide sports on a Sunday. And as I would always say, they are listening. So speak your truth. This is a show we are forceful in our opinions and I would say widely respected. Peace to all of you. Remember the COVID to follow all protocols. Have a okay. safe week, everyone. Yes, indeed. How about you, Audley? Your final thoughts, sir? All right. Just so want much. to say, Cardinal. Just want to say, Cardinal, you are missed. Yeah, from this show. Um, of course, Mr. Mackenzie and so forth. Time is short here, and we. So I'm going to just run through our wonderful anniversary program, and of course, we. Um, nice to look back at what you know to reminisce. What, what we have done. Okay, so let me get out of here by saying uh, success is sweet. The sweeter if long delayed and attained through manifold struggles and defeat. You know, the harder the fight, the, the sweeter the victory. So go on out and have a wonderful, wonderful week. And God willing, next week we'll be talking cricket again. Go. Happy birthday, Miss Irma. Next Sunday. Mm. Yeah, thank you so much. Thanks to all the panelists. Thanks to everyone who made it possible. Um, I'm grateful for the number of support around the world, around the countries. I want to say thanks to to um, Mr. McKenzie, and uh, my mind is on him because I know he normally would come on, but uh, when he doesn't come yeah. on, something special is happening to him. So I just want to keep him in our prayers, and of course those who are being yeah, not able to come on this week. We are grateful for your contribution over the years. We thank you for everything that you have done for the show. And we just hope and pray that the show would have bring some joy to some people over the years. And we just want to just make it possible to continue and even make it even a better, better, better enjoyable show. Good night, all. Here is Connie. She's going to be reading a little bit of her uh, her. Saying a little bit, and when Connie speaks, everybody listens. Okay, here's Connie. Uh, well, um, uh, thank you for such a great introduction. Um, at first, before I begin reading it, I just want to say that poetry is just simply a way to express emotions. Very much the same is true in music. And um, so, with that said, 
Uh, I'll begin. Um, last week, uh, just before uh, I mentioned the poem, uh, last week I mentioned uh, that I discovered recently that uh, I had an, a serious issue with my heart. And what's interesting is that uh, I'd written this poem since uh, January 2004, and it's, it's uh, entitled A Letter to My Heart. Mm. So it, it, yeah, it, um, it's, so here goes. I smelt a beautiful fragrance and sought in vain to purchase this perfume, though I knew not its name. The scent made sweeter and sweeter would not relent and persistently shadowed me wherever I went. Sweeter and sweeter the scent rose until every cell, every breath in my body was filled. And as I searched, I came upon a color so bold, its brilliance near too magnificent to behold more dazzling, more radiant than a blazing fire, the color intensified yet brighter and brighter. Assured that such brilliance never shall faint, I sought to acquire this goddess's paint. While yet searching, I heard the most melodious song that sounded as the many voices of a vast angelic throng. The resonance reverberated joyously without and within, so I stopped and I listened to this magnificent thing. The sonic chorus increased in volume and sound and reverberated right through me and into the ground. Not finding the perfume, the color, or song on any visitor's shelf, pondering quietly, I realized that the splendor was emanating from within myself. My senses now alert, alive, and vibrant as can be, as I recognized the scent, color, and song was all truly in me. To this one and that one, I ran sharing perfectly, just bursting with the joy of my own self-discovery. T'was I, t'was me, that I had been seeking all along. T'was I in the form of this wonderful fragrance, color, and song. T'was I whom I found in every limb, every part. T'was I whom I found had opened up my own heart. I, by Connie Francis. And I tend to put Francis as my writer's name. Yes, indeed. Thank you so much, all. Have a blessed week. And see you on the radio next Sunday. God's willing. Good night. Good night, all. Good night. Wonderful people. Good night. <laughs>